took a weekend off from touring And so we made our way back home We heard a house party was brewing It's Friday, so let's get drunk, yeah, yeah. So the glass that I normally use to chug to start the show got hijacked for something we're about to do here So uh, I didn't get to chug my beer, I'm a little disappointed It's the uh, first show in a while that I haven't done my first beer chug but uh sometimes you gotta break the rules sometimes you gotta break the rules i know last uh last episode i said we might be back this week well guess what ladies and gentlemen we are and we brought along a special special oh well, god <laughs> english is hard hey, yes, hey, i am special <laughs> very special so it's all right it goes well a special guest <laughs> jacob welcome to the show jacob give him a big round of applause with that little button you our audience is going crazy right yeah. now. Yeah, look at them over there. She could almost not look at her phone. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on this Friday. This is the Last Call Podcast. I'm your host Aaron Thompson. Alongside me, as always, are my co-hosts Nick Warner and Sean. This is the podcast where Nick, Sean, and I attempt to drink six beers in 60 minutes. Each beer does have to be at or above five percent alcohol by volume, and sometimes. In addition to Nick and Sean, we do have special guests. We've already introduced them, but Jacob. Hello. How, how you doing? I'm great. Excited to be here. First podcast. Well, so. thank, thank you for joining us. Yes, um, thank you for taking my virginity. My <laughs> virginity. <laughs> you know what? It's, uh, I think we've done that to quite a few of our guests before, but uh, all of them so far seem to enjoy it, so hopefully you'll, you'll have the same. <laughs> were, you, were you nervous at all? Did you wake up excited this morning? Uh, yeah, I was nervous. Uh, just existential dread set in. You're yeah. like, why the hell did I agree to this? <laughs> yeah. I do not want to do this anymore. Can I fake sick? Like, uh, yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe I can. I don't know. I don't know. I was going to call in, but Nick said I was out of PTO hours. So. Oh, yeah, he's, he's a real slave driver, right honestly. <laughs> this is actually your interview also for Aaron's position. So, <laughs> Why are you guys always trying to get rid of me? I feel like I do a decent job. Um, but yeah, Jacob, uh, glad to have you on. Uh, we'll, we'll get into a uh, little bit more about you. We'll ask you some questions and uh, get to know you here in a second. But I do believe it was supposed to be my brew review. And I actually brought a beer with me, not to the podcast, because you guys told me that you had it. So I got leapfrog this week. So Nick, what uh, what did you and, and our guests bring? So Jake actually came up with this and it's, it's something unique. I actually really like it. The idea of it. So it's it's a layer beard, which is very popular, especially with Guinness. So actually, I'll let you explain what it, what it all is. <laughs> all right. Well, I mean, this isn't something that I came up with myself. Right. Uh, stole this from Shallows uh, off in Indy. But this is a blueberry sea dog uh, layered with Guinness. Uh, I think it makes it taste like a chocolate clover blueberry. So it's pretty good. It's pretty good beer, especially for someone who's not a huge fan of beer. So let's see what. You, also, you ha- you brought this unique little tool yeah. here. Yeah, this is my turtle. Uh, I have at the bar specifically for layering beers because that's the only way I can kind of drink some of them. So, yeah, I got my let's little turtle here. So, see how that thing works. Yeah. So what? You just pour it down the back of the turtle shell oh, and yeah. The old so nitrous. Apparently, the Guinness is a little yeah. a little on the fuzzy side. So the fizzy. You're supposed to, like, if you pour it without the turtle, it, it goes and it mixes. So you don't get that, like, layered effect. So hopefully I can get it to work uh, to where if you slow pour it over the turtle, you should get it to layer real nicely with the Guinness on top. Oh, I see a layer form in there. Doesn't hope that we, I, I kind of probably pre-shook the, I, the I, Guinness on the way over here. 
I do. It's yeah. coming down. I, se- I set him up for failure. I slam him pretty good. your PTO and no, then it sets you up for failure. It actually, it looks like it's working really well. I do love the way that when you pour Guinness in a glass on its own and it cascades. Yeah. And, you know, I, I do think that's really cool looking. Usually I have Guinness once a year and that's on St. Patrick's Day. And that's in a, um, a, I don't know what to call them anymore. I don't think a PC to call it the old name, but. I would like to know, is there anybody out there that is like, that's their go-to beer is Guinness? feel like in ireland yeah probably yeah, yeah. i would well, hope so yeah well that, yeah that's what i'm wondering is is guinness the official beer of ireland or is it kind of like what's the australian beer that we think is like fosters yeah, uh, yeah fosters and like if you ask an australian they will tell you no like fosters it's a beer but it's not like super like popular in australia it just, i have heard from people who've been to the guinness uh like the not distillery but brewery in ireland that that is Guinness tastes way better there than the American Guinness we have here. Yeah, I um, I think at one point I said that about um, Heineken. Heineken. Yep. Mm. It, yeah, I went to the uh, Heineken experience in Amsterdam, and dude, it was at the time the best beer I'd ever tasted. Like there, like I was like, why is this not more popular in America? And then I had one here. I was like, this, this just isn't it's, the same. yeah, it's not the same. It's, like, it's always when you have like that the beer on tap versus the beer in the can. Like oh, even yeah. like Budweiser or even Bud Light, like you get it straight out of the draft. It just tastes way better. Something gets lost in transport too. I don't know if it's the way they ship it. I don't know what it is, but thank you. That's so kind of you to pour. You're welcome. You really didn't go for the uh, slow this. Is your uh, no? <laughs> he's just, he's, just it, it, he's getting it, real impatient over here. Yeah. Um, he wants to try it so bad. This is me being nice as part of your severance package. Oh, uh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, we will need you to turn in your mic, though. <laughs> that is company property. We will not be giving that away. Okay, so we are going to do this as a normal brew review. Are we going to be able to find this? No, no, no. This I don't. I, I, so we're just going to score it. This is its own category. Yeah, yeah. we're going to have technically it's two beers, you know, put together. It's it's fine. Okay, so Guinness, it's and then what, what was the other one? It was the. Blueberry Sea Dog. Blueberry Sea Dog, and who makes that? Sea Dog. Sea yeah, Dog. I don't, know, I don't know what the if they have like a bigger corporate brewery or whatever. Let me let me check. Um, it's, yeah, it's just Sea Dog Brewing Company. Blueberry or Blue Paw. Blue Paw, yeah. Blue, Blue Paw. Paw. Uh, somebody in the chat, it, re, Schaefer rephrased it as a uh, your retirement episode. So, yeah. oh, okay. I'm starting to think that this isn't a joke anymore. And I'm getting a little self-conscious about it. It's so okay. is this is this a, a slammer? You know, do we drink the slam it or no, is it nah. is it a sipper? I think it's a sipper. Okay, um, because you, like as you drink it, you're going to get less Guinness, more sea do- sea paw. So I think it's more of like a sipper. Okay. Well, cheers. Cheers. For visual effects, ten out of ten. No, we've been, we've had the floaty score. Yeah, that we've is. had visual score, I guess. Floaty or uh, visual score is phenomenal. Jacobs is definitely the most well separated. <laughs> I, I got impatient. Yours, yours I, I think, pretty good. Yeah, I think mine's pretty good too. Yeah, yeah. I like yours. Warner just said. Warner, you wanted to pre-mix, right? We got, we got things that's to do. That's what I like right there when you've set it down. Oh, and it's and it looks like, like a lava lamp. It, yeah, looks like a lava lamp. Yeah, that's sweet. So for those of you who wish you could see what we're drinking, uh, join us live on Twitch on Fridays, and uh, maybe we'll post a picture of this on our Instagram as well. We're uh, I'm trying to get the Instagram back up and going. I posted a couple of clips. I, I'm sad to say I think we've outaged TikTok. <laughs> the, the algorithm's not really uh, not really in our favor there. We but just keep going. It's fine. Okay. So initially, are we are we going to score this one or are we? 
We can we can score it at the end. We can score it when everybody's like finished, or whatever. Okay, we'll do th- we'll do that because I do want to get a little bit of the the mixture and, and like you said, mm-hmm. the more you drink, the less you'll get Guinness. More you'll get the the blue. Pot. I'm really so. fucking up your flow of your show here with throwing in this right. It's chaos. flow. No, it's we we love it. This is this is the whole reason, right? It's it's the three of us, and then obviously when we have guests come on and and we chat, we get to know our guests, and so that's what we're about to do right now, Jacob. Just going to throw it to you and say, tell us about yourself. All right. Uh, well. this, this is like an interview. Well. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Just okay. tell us about yourself. Well, Where do you see yourself in five years? So, Jacob, uh, I am a fireman. That's my full-time job. I've been doing that for about 10 years paid. Uh, I did four years like as a cadet program when I was in school. So, like, you ride along. You don't really get to do a whole lot. But you kind of get to see get to how it's going. the horn. And, yeah. 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 yeah put the, to pick up the dog shit from the Dalmatian. <laughs> yeah. All that good stuff. Yeah. Uh, so I've been doing that paid for about 10 years. Um, I met Nick through my wife. So my wife is friends with his girlfriend, Nick's girlfriend. Uh, and then I met Sean through natural partying yep. uh, through Nick. And now get to meet you. And now we're here on this podcast. Uh, it's, this is my first it's all going so yeah, quickly. It's, it's time flies. By the end of this, we're going to be retired. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're really trying to get me off this show. So that's you decided early on fireman. That is what I want to do. Was yep. that just like a thing that started when you were a kid and like you were walking around and you saw a candle or a fireplace and you're like, absolutely the fuck not. <laughs> yeah. And then you're just, every no. flame, you're like, yeah. I gotta put it out? Yeah. No, my dad was a fireman uh, down in Greenwood when they were still kind of part-time volunteer. And actually uh, my favorite memory from that, so back when he was a fireman, they used to give you uh, little blue lights to put in your take-home vehicle and, if, and a pager. And if a fire came out, the pager went off at home and you got all your gear. And sometimes you either drove to the station or you or drove to the fire. And uh, my dad would never let me go. He, he would always tell me, no, it's too dangerous, blah, blah, blah. Well, one time I was awake when it went off and I snuck in his truck before he did. And I sat in the back seat and he didn't know. And he drove me all the way to the fire. And I sat there and watched the whole thing. And I was like in awe watching all the firemen do all their cool shit. And when he saw me in there, he ripped my ass. But I was so happy. Like, I was so excited that I got to go there. I it was, was like, worth it. Oh, yeah. So ever since then, I, I knew this is what I wanted to do. Now, when you say they got a little blue light, is it like one of the licking sticks where he just slaps it on the top of his car? <laughs> I wish it was. No, it just it, sat in his dashboard? Yeah, yeah oh, it sat there all the time. Because so up in Michigan, like the all many of the the police that you see on the highway have like the dome light they don't have like the the low profile it's like, it's like the one from the, like the 80s that cops used they, to have like it, yeah. giant and obnoxious exactly but it's fixed so yeah. when you said the little blue light i just assumed it was that little like desktop uh-huh. one that you could just slap on top of your car and, and go so it is a family thing though so that yeah. there was something that and was that the moment or was it just like hey my dad's a firefighter i want to follow in his footsteps or what was it that particular moment yeah it was kind of a combination of both so my dad was also a marine so at one point in time i thought about doing that before firefighting but uh he talked me out of it which i think was for the best so yeah i'm really glad i did firefighting uh it's a it's a big family thing you see it real common in like the bigger cities like new york and stuff like that like you'll see generations of firefighters you know grandparents parents mm-hmm. fathers sons also it's yeah it's a big family thing but i love it i wouldn't really do anything else not that i really know what else i would do 
So take us through the, you said you did a, a cadet program for mm-hmm. four years. Take us through that. What What is that like? What do you learn in, uh, I'm, this is not to diminish it, but firefighter school. What do you, what yeah. do you learn? Yeah, no, there actually is a fire school. So like when you're doing the cadet program, you can ride out with a, with a department and some, depending on the department, they'll give you like a set of gear. Uh, usually it's not like rated for firefighting, like actually, but you know, you can wear it. So you look like one of the guys on the scene um, but you can use it for training and stuff and most of that is what you're doing like you're going in and training learning how the fire department operates all that stuff and then through high school through central nine here uh, in greenwood they do a fire class and an emt class where you learn all the skills that you need to you get all the certifications there's like minimum certifications the state makes you have to be a professional hmm. um, so that that's really the only difference between the professionals and the volunteers is the state classes that you have to have and then you know you go through a a, a, what they call perf which is our uh, to get into our retirement fund so you have to pass that to be a career fireman so it's a lot of work but um you could you could do it in a year year and a half or so get everything you needed is that like outside the cadet program so like my cousin he just got on with a fire station in greenfield but he's been kind of doing the same thing since high school where he was with the he was with the station for a while kind of what you said doing learning stuff and then he took a little detour and was a paramedic and like drove an ambulance and then it wasn't until i think this last year that he finally actually got on with the station so i didn't know if that's like kind of the set stunt like you have to do a cadet program we can't just like i can't be like all right tomorrow i'm quitting my job i want to be a fireman and like go and oh, yeah. try and apply no so like like departments like mine where i work at the we're not big enough to put people on through like the whole class to get them certified but there are bigger departments like Indianapolis Fire Department. You could be a waiter and apply for the fire department. So it's a big process too. Um, so you have to you have to apply. Um, you can't have any criminal history, like all that kind of stuff. And then you go through um, a testing phase. So they'll test you over like basic knowledge, common knowledge stuff, a little bit of firefighting stuff, but it's more or less just to make sure that you kind of have a brain cell. You don't really need more than one, but you just need at least one brain cell. Fire bad. Yeah. Yep. Fire bad. (laughs) Got it. it. Passed. So then you go through an interview, you sit down in front of a board and they'll, you know, they'll ask you a bunch of questions. And then if you make it past that, uh, like a city like Indianapolis, they'll send you through other ancillary stuff and then you do a ladder climb so they'll set the ladder at 70 degrees and 100 feet in the air so you climb it to the top climb back down you pass that there's some other stuff they do but um then you go through an academy so it's a it's a six-month academy and in that six months they're teaching you everything that you need to know you're taking the state tests all that and then when you graduate the academy you come out with all your certs so yeah you could go from not knowing a thing about firefighting to to, yeah uh, Schaefer posted in the chat. So, like, is the calendar required? It's like, when you, like yes. wait, do you have to choose your month ahead of time? Like, yeah. which one do you get to be? So, they take your picture, and then if uh, it gets sent out to a, a group, and if you if the group denies it, you you just don't get in. Damn. Yeah. If you don't make, never been in. What's what's the, what's the best month to be part of? Oh man, I don't it's know. It's gotta be July. I mean, what, what's Fire Awareness Month? Right? Is that like August, uh, September? You know when it's like. Uh, you would Dry think season. I would know that, but I don't. I know that we we have a whole division where I work that that handles all the fire prevention stuff, and it's real nice that they do that for us. <laughs> October ninth, October. October. See, yeah, it's uh, fire prevention week. Yeah. I don't. I don't think. I don't like the idea of a a, a last call podcast calendar. <laughs> I don't know that I want to see pictures of us out there like that. No, thank you. 
Uh, it could be what we need to be to get big. Yeah, That's, that could be the final yeah. piece in the equation. <sighs> it would be it would be sweet to have some merch. I would say, but I think we need to have a little bit more following before we do that. So I do have uh, a few questions, and, and not to just berate you with all no, of these ahead. questions because we can talk about things other than being a fireman. Oh yeah, because you know, that, that's kind of the point, right? We want to we want to talk about a whole bunch of stuff. But some of the things that I'm I'm curious about with you having been a fireman for ten paid years, <laughs> um, how much has technology changed the way that you actually fight fires? Oh, it's wild. Um, so honestly, when it comes down to like. The basics, it's still the same from 100 years ago. The more water you put on fires, the, eventually they go out. Now, things that have changed is like uh, the Teslas and stuff, the hybrid cars that catch on fire, you can't put enough water on those. Like they have taken those cars and literally drowned them in swimming pools, dug ditches, 10,000 gallons of water and buried them and they still burn. So they literally now just dig a hole yeah. and then stick it down in yeah. it and cover it with dirt and yeah. that's it. Because the what like the battery cell and you guys probably know more about it being more technologically savvy than me but from what i understand the battery cell in that is in a sealed case and when those overheat and they run away the what's actually burning is so hot that and it's in a sealed container so you don't you can't smother it you can't cool it there's no way to get to it so that has been something that you know has been evolving um and the lithium-ion batteries are starting to Mm -hmm. burn up a lot and uh new york's having a big problem with that lately Hmm. like people are like the scooters people are illegally charging all those scooter batteries in their basement like this basement be full of them yeah and those catch on fire and the whole whole place goes goes in flames yeah so that's some stuff that's kind of changed pretty recently how is the person who drives the truck selected um so there's it depends like i said again it depends on where you work but typically there's a minimum time you have to be on uh there's definitely a minimum age so you have to be 21 in the state so uh, you can be 18 to be a, a career firefighter um you have to be 21 to drive and then there's certifications and there's certifications for each type of vehicle so there's one for the engine that has all the water on it there's one for the ladder that's got the big ladder on top um so you have to go through those courses and then your department may have something specific that you know they require training wise a mario kart tournament got it yeah got mario it. kart tournament yep. for sure you got to dodge so many <laughs> blue turtle shells so it's not just hey i call a shotgun or i got the keys first uh, or yeah. anything like that it's you you know exactly who's driving when, yeah. Uh, yeah yeah so you we, guys uh, don't have like the ones where it's like you have to have a driver in the front and the back oh to God, steer that's a tiller like, and that's like the most Christ sought after a truck on the fire service because they're just badass. Yeah. I mean, yeah. They, like being able to bend and turn like that. Well, there's that episode of like Seinfeld where who's it? Kramer or whatever is driving. He like uh-huh. grabs a fireman's hat or just gets on the back and he starts driving. It's so, hilarious. So th- that was actually one of my other questions is the, the guy in the back, he does have a steering wheel and he is controlling like the rear axle. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so they don't like all they control is the direction of of the back end. Um, so they're you know they can they can turn it in a way tighter turning radius than than most trucks, especially with how long they are. Oh yeah, they're huge. So I you may or may not be able to answer this one because you don't live in New York City. Yeah. How do they get anywhere? Yeah, they don't. Like I I watch a ton of videos on it and like there's just so many cars stoplights you just set the radio lights on like sometimes even 135 gets like that 
Um, and they, they get real backed up and you just kind of have to wait till an opening comes. Jeez. That sucks. Yeah, yeah, it's wild. Just wasting time. Like, I really need to get there. Yeah. Please. That's why they put departments like kind of strategically around. So maybe one person can't make it fast as another station. Have you seen the, uh, um, I've started seeing more the like quadcopters, whatever you want to call it, mm. uh, drones, where they've started putting like fire hoses connecting those to them, and like for high rises, yeah. go up and then spray. I have seen that. We don't have anything uh, like that where I work, but um, yeah, I mean it is a good technology. Obviously, you're limited to how far away you can fly it and how much hose you have, but right. I mean it is. It is good technology out there. I'm sure it's expensive. That's I'm what oh, yeah. it can handle the force of the water coming out of the hose. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. not a joke. It's like it, being able to stabilize itself while also trying to aim it and shoot out. Like I'd see it just, you know, going <laughs> everywhere in the air. Have, like, have you ever gotten knocked down while you're turning like the hose oh, yeah. on? Oh yeah. Really? Sometimes. Yeah. They put out some pressure. Yeah. yeah. There's no joke, especially like, cause all that's controlled by the guy who drives the engine. And so, you know, if he's got a, He's got to do some engineer shit when he's up there. So obviously you guys know when you put a fluid through a specific opening, you get friction loss. Mm -hmm. And so you have to calculate that. And there's a certain number of PSI that needs to be at the tip to get the right gallons per minute to put on a fire. You got to calculate what temp, what tip pressure it's got to be at, how much you're losing throughout the hose, uh, how many different hoses are coming off. Well, there's a lot more related to I, I would have figured it was just all right that's not enough water put more pressure to it more water but, open it up water but is that calculated yeah. before you get to the fire or are you literally watching the house being like this is bigger than i thought and now we have to go my so, guess is you kind of have to go on the fly like yeah. the fire can change drastically within seconds depending on like what catches fire so like you can't be like oh yeah this is a standard 100 gallon a minute fire versus a 10,000 gallon you know so you kind of can do a little bit of that just based off like the size that you're seeing, given a rough estimate. But typically like you'll, you already pre know a 200 foot, which is typically how many we hold a 200 foot nozzle has so much friction loss. So you already know what you need to calculate for that. Um, so that's something that you can kind of dial in already, but you start adding to those links or anything like that like that's where you have to be able to do engineer shit like they call it an engineering certification so you <laughs> kind of do engineering on the fly that, that literally sounds like stuff that we did in engineering class is literally fluid dynamics yeah it's like yeah we it's, took that class yeah it there's a whole like, section there's a chapter called fluid dynamics in the engine pumping chapter of uh driver operator I never thought there would be that much but yeah. i guess it makes sense it's a you know an, an engineer yeah right and then it gets even worse when you're adding in foam. So we have inductor systems, eductor systems that draw up foam that you got to calculate how much foam you got to draw up per how much water you're putting out. And what's what's the foam do? Uh, so foam is more for like uh, liquid fires, like gasoline, stuff like that. So you spray or a grease fire or something like that. Like you spray water directly on that. It just, you know, grease. Yeah. So right. the foam way worse. The foam puts like a blanket on it, so it can't get oxygen anymore. It just smothers it. Is there a, and this might be a, a dumb question, a fire season? Because like in California, right, mm -hmm. during the summer, it gets real dry. So that would be like a fire season. In the Midwest, is it the same thing? It gets real dry in the summer. So that's a fire season. Is it, hey, people are lighting candles in their houses during the winter and mm -hmm. now houses are catching on fire. Is there a 
time of the year in the Midwest that is more prone to fires? I would say we we have we wouldn't we don't really call it a season because it's not like California or you know the West Coast where they're burning constantly, but like uh, harvest season uh, when they're out there on the fields. Uh, if those combines catch fire and all the all the uh, corn and stuff's all dry, windy, yeah. So I mean, that's a that's a pretty common thing that happens is field fires around that time. And then in the winter, uh, what we're seeing a lot is people using like alternative ways to heat their house, like space heaters and stuff, and not either having them far enough away or putting a blanket on it or something. Um, so yeah, in the winter time when it gets real cold and people are like uh, using their wood stove that they haven't cleaned out the chimney. <laughs> Uh, stuff like that. So, yeah, the winter still definitely. living in 1940. Yeah, yeah. And, hey, uh, they heat great. What are you talking about? <laughs> there, there's one thing that I've wanted to do uh, in my apartment complex, and is have somebody come in and look at like the dryer lint from the mm-hmm. ventilation systems. Like I've seen some crazy videos of them. I don't know if plumbing is the correct term, but getting all that dryer lint out of there. And um, guy we it's went like, to guy what? we went to college with, his basement caught on fire because of dryer lint. Really? Oh, his, his, yeah. His, yeah, he had to completely redo his basement because the the dryer. So, those things get packed full, and then you literally have to like snake them out while you're snaking a drain. Snake, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's the term I was talking about. It, I've seen so many videos of the guy going in, he just shows up to your house, and he's got like a drill and then like a snake, and he just goes, and it's like super satisfying seeing <laughs> all that come out. I'm like, holy and it's cow! Also, and it's also worrisome too. It's yeah, like, yeah, definitely. What, what does mine look like? <laughs> right? yeah. yeah, I haven't done that in twenty years. <laughs> Um, all right. I have a couple myth or truths okay. for you. All right. Does every fire station have a Dalmatian? No. It's not <laughs> common anymore. It used to be really common, but it's not as common uh, what? anymore. Do you know why a Dalmatian? <sighs> he would ask that. So I think there's like a couple different. I'm not I'm super. Not a, for, for, uh, I'm not at liberty to from, say. Yeah, from what I, yeah, it's a government secret. <laughs> if I told you, I'd have to sick the Dalmatian on you. Yeah. No, I think uh, some of it was because... Um, if I remember right, I think Dalmatians aren't very good at hearing. And so the bell and the siren didn't bother them very much. So they were around the firehouses. Huh. And so they would go on the runs because the they didn't care about the sound. Um, but that's just from what I can remember off the top of my head. Did they actually have a job or were they just around? Um, I think they were just kind of around, just good partner to have. Like, like, yeah. like they're not in their army crawling yeah, underneath yeah. the smoke and sniffing out like people in the building or anything yeah. like that. No, but the German shepherds get used a lot now for like search and rescue. Like, I don't know That's, if you guys yeah. remember that building that collapsed in Florida beach. Yeah. 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 Like last yep. year, the condos. Yeah. They use a lot of the dogs for that. Hmm. Um, huh. So shepherds are a lot more common. How much would fire fighters be involved in that? Uh, so like typically fire departments are kind of like the, we ran out of people to call let's call them and see if they can figure it out so throughout the years like we started doing firefighting like our only job was when the town caught on fire our job was to put it out and then it evolved into you know when the when the building collapses and there's somebody trapped well the guys who go after the fire are probably pretty brave they'll go you know they'll go in the collapse you know so like it just evolved over time so now we're doing ems so like in the county that i work at each career department has a special skill so like our department does structural collapse so building collapses you know our job is to go in there and try to shore it up um do some more engineering stuff uh but we don't do a lot of the calculations we got like a field guide that's about this thick from the army corps engineers that tells us what to build and how to build it um, and then there's rope 
there's rope departments, hazmat departments. So large hazmat spill comes, gasoline or... Sounds like you guys are, at this point, it's not just putting out fires. It's a lot more things. And at some point, you guys are going to start doing accounting, maybe doing some taxes come tax season. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they open (laughs) up a division. Has there ever been something that you show up to and you're just like, why were we called to this? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's plenty of those. What If you had... Do you have one specific example that is just sticks out in your mind? Like that was the dumbest thing we were ever called to, but we were called for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, man, there's just so many, like I just flood my mind. Like, but what we always go back to is like, what is emergency to us is not always an emergency to somebody else. So they, whatever they think an emergency is like, I've been called for a stub toe. Uh, <laughs> toe. It hurt real bad for a couple of days. Did it, you bring out the big ladder for that? Uh, one? Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> the two two uh, driver one for yeah, that one. Yeah. Chat, um, chat wants to know: cat stuck in a tree? Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> cat stuck in a tree. Actually, uh, I have a picture of us in the bucket getting a cat out of the tree. Oh my gosh. Uh, yep, it was up there for three days, and they were worried about it. And we went up there yeah, and got it. He's just like, yeah. bro, I'm chilling up here. Yeah. My uh, new home. The best one, the best stuck in the tree was we went on a bird stuck in a tree a parrot a parrot uh, somebody's parrot flew out of their house and was stuck in the tree and it was going from tree to tree and we're like how are we supposed to catch this this is where the the bird wants to be here this was years ago but there was a video circling around on youtube of a a bear that was in a residential neighborhood and it was in a tree and and they got a trank and oh, it they, falls it, into the yeah. well the, and they decided to put a trampoline under yeah. the tree to catch it <laughs> <Just kidding>. it's, <laughs> it shoots up in the air and it just splats on the ground yeah, it's fine it'd be all right like yeah. nobody thought about that <laughs> nobody thought that that trampoline's going to do its job and yeah. shoot it back up in the air um <laughs> so uh, another thing from the chat uh apparently and and this is not fact check but dalmatians uh 50% are born deaf Ah, yeah. So yeah. That, that confirms what you said. Thank well, you. Yeah. That's probably you. that's probably why the uh, the alarm didn't bother yeah. him. Too. Yeah. Oh, what fire? Yeah. <laughs> why is everybody running? <laughs> well, I like to run. <laughs> yeah. Just happy I'm included. Have we have we all kind of finished or? Yeah. Oh, you're you're pretty much. Do we want to give it a score? Give me give me two more myth or truths real quick. Okay. We'll, we'll get to the score. Go for it. Does every firehouse have a fireman's pole? No. So they used to be super common. Um again like new york city where they have to build up you know all their firehouses are tight within another building so to go from floor to floor it's oh, faster to go dude that'd be awesome dude, 50, all right jump 50 floors down on yeah. the fire pole good yeah. luck stopping but you'll get there yeah our new station has one um and it's tall it's a t- it's a tall one you might reach terminal velocity like when you get down <laughs> to the bottom uh you gotta pull the chute right at the right time but uh yeah it's it's not as common but like it's a cool tradition but man, those fire poles are like ten grand for a brass pole. Oh my god! Yeah, I didn't expect that. Yeah. So, this pretty is, sure they didn't spend that money on the ones on the playground when we were in elementary school. <laughs> those things know. burn your hands. Oh yeah. Much to your point about how tall they are and how fast you can't get going. Uh, one thing that I had heard was that um, turned ankles. You get down oh, yeah. and all of a sudden you just break your ankle because mm-hmm. you're going too fast. And it's like, well, Joe's out. He can't go. <laughs> no. So, um, last one that I had is. The color of the fire hydrants, different colors mean different things. Yes, so each each hydrant color means different, and it's different for every state as well. That's um, confusing. Yeah, so the fire department is, inf- or the fire service is infamous for making things as confusing <laughs> as possible and not across the board. Um, 
but like a red hydrant here, like all red, usually is a private hydrant. So it's owned by the business. The business huh. installs it. Um, and then the different colors. So if like the, the main part of the hydrant is yellow, but it's got different caps on, you know, the, the, where you connect the hose into the different cap colors represent different flow rates. Mm. So how much of fire hydrant can put out, um, which comes back to the engineer having to calculate if I'm only getting 500 gallons a minute out of this hydrant, I can only pump out so much or vice versa. Is there ever a situation where you come up to a huge fire and you look at the fire hydrant and you see the cap color and you're like, fuck, (laughs) (laughs) we don't have a, this isn't going to work. Yeah. Yeah. Or there are like a lot of rural departments don't even have hydrants in some of the areas. So they have what are called tenders and they're big ass trucks that hold 3000, 4000 gallons of water and they'll drive to a hydrant, fill up with water, drive back to the fire scene and fill up a miniature swimming pool and then that engine will suck up the water, pump it out, and then... They gotta keep doing that back and <laughs> yeah, forth? Yeah, do that. Oh, that so, sounds awful. But you get a bunch of them. You get a bunch of tenders to, you know, keep be in going. a line. Yeah. yeah. So we have a we have a picture here. I, a question. Have you ever seen somebody drive over a uh, fire hydrant? Uh, like, shear it off? Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah? Okay. This was... So I have a picture, and for those listening, uh, when I first move in, moved into my house, um, so I'm on this like kind of corner, and there's a, a for some, whatever reason, there's like a slight bend, and then people decide to not make the bend and keep, go straight, and they end up running straight into a, a fire pole or a, a fire hydrant. <laughs> um, and so this night, this guy was uh, had a, had a few too many, did his own brew reviews, um, and did not drive. <laughs> responsibly um so you have seen somebody shear one of those off oh, and yeah. it's like yep. jets yeah it'll jet because all it is is there's a screw on top and it screws down and pretty much just sandwiches off the water yeah and then when you unscrew it the water just follows it up so it um where the hydrant like where it's bolted to the pipe coming up yep. that's where the water is sitting so, like here in Indiana, we have to have, we're supposed to have the hydrants below the frost line so they don't freeze. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And burst the pipe. That yeah. Suck. All right. I've got one more thing for you before we go to uh, our reviews of the beer and then we can we can talk about some other stuff as well. Yep. Um, I, and I'm going to put you on the spot here. Okay. okay. Top three things, either fire prevention, like one-on-one right we want to educate the kids out there hey don't do this you're yeah. being dumb or uh something about your job or something about fire in general that people might not know like a fun fact so just do you have a couple of those yeah. things yeah i could probably think of a couple um one i would say big especially right now is the space here like we were talking about uh if you plug those in and use them unplug them when you leave the room uh or if i mean if you're gonna come back in two minutes you probably are gonna be fine but it's like you're gonna leave the house don't leave it plugged in and don't put it next to stuff don't put stuff on it don't dry anything on them um you know they they can get way out of hand real fast um another one would be probably firework season so i've seen a lot of like you know you buy some cheap fireworks uh a real bad call i went on somebody put the mortars so somebody put a mortar in there lit it fuse went down it didn't blow. It didn't shoot up like it's supposed to. So they went and picked it up. Oh no! As a kid, Jeez. well, they were told by their parent to drop it. Well, as they dropped it, it went to their thigh and it exploded, and blew down to the bone. Oh, so Jesus. don't pick up those. 
leave those alone. If it doesn't go off, like kick it off to the side, you know, something. Um, and then what was the second part of your question? Oh, just if they, something that like a fun fact or something oh. that people might not know. Oh man. Something. I know that one's a little bit more tough because some, you know, what is a fun fact, right? Yeah. I have a bunch of fun facts that these guys don't <laughs> think are very interesting. You had, you had at a all, fun so. fact about Saddam Hussein one time, and I don't I know did. that there's any fun facts about Saddam Hussein. But I forget what that fun fact was. Uh, they made him watch the episode of South Park. Oh yeah, they tortured him. Yeah, yeah, that was my fun fact about Saddam Hussein is that um, the the people that captured him tortured him by making him watch the south park episode oh, where they yeah. make fun of him oh yeah being with the devil yes yeah yep yeah, yep so that, that was my fun fact so not all of my fun facts are are great <laughs> i get it but i didn't know if you had any of those or or something again that the general public just might not know hmm. i might have to think about that one all right we'll, we'll, co- we'll come back yeah to let that me put it on the back burner yes, okay yes installed on this computer <laughs> all right so after everybody has finished there do we are we calling this a, a specific drink or do we have a name for it, or we'll just call it? We'll call it. Uh, I don't know. Jacob's special layer beard. I think something. it's labeled as black and blue on on uh, is shallows. It, is it? Oh, okay. All, All right. Okay. Black and blue. So black and blue. The we'll, Guinness, we'll and then something. the blue paw from Sea Dog. Um, I thought it was good. I, I liked it. Guinness is heavy, mm-hmm. uh, uh, so I enjoy Guinness. You know, it's it, I, but solid overall. I'm gonna probably give it. I'll give it a six two. Now we are, we are on the zero to ten scale. Okay, just for reference. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What, what was your? Sorry, one more time. I said I, I'd probably give it a six two. Six two. All right. I'll do. Sean's. I, I don't I feel think like Sean's more snobby. Like, he, Sean's he like is. I hate it. Like, well, he is. Like, we've already established he doesn't like stouts. Oh, so. okay. That's. I mean, the Guinness part was fine. Like I do get your point of like where it kind of tasted like a, a chocolate a chocolate covered blueberry. Um. But it was only once I got to the actual right. other beer. Like, if I would have probably mixed it more uh-huh. and then I've done the layer piece, probably overall would have been way better. I'd probably give it like a 6.5. Okay. No, oh, that was a higher score than I thought. You, you're sitting there mulling it. Mm-hmm. I guess, I mean, I'm typically the lower score of all of them. Oh, okay. Like, I, for me, something really has to, like, blow me away. To I think, what's my highest score ever? I think maybe we got to 8. Uh, maybe out of 10. You, what, your highest score? Yeah, I like, think I maybe gave something an 8 one time. So. You gave there, a couple of 8 twos? Yeah. A couple of so, 8 twos and a 7 threes. Oh, we're, we're very efficient. <laughs> this that is, is legit. professional. Look at this. Look at this whole... That is awesome. That is every every beer that we've ever done. I don't even know if I could build that chart. <laughs> yes, you could. No. Yes, you could. <laughs> you absolutely could. What you got, Nick? Um, So, I actually thoroughly enjoyed this. I do... Uh, First time I had a later beer was in college. Uh, obviously, I didn't drink before college. No, waited till we were twenty one. Until I was twenty one years too. old, um, as by law states. But <laughs> my first time seeing later beer, like I had never seen one ever. But when we went to uh, there's an Irish pub, whatever you want to call it, in uh, Terre Haute, that's very near and dear to my heart. It was the first time, first place that I had one of those, and I really enjoy them. This one was delicious, and I think. To Sean's point, I poured mine pretty quick, and so I got a nice layer effect, but I also got some mixing. So when I f- took my first sip of Guinness, I got a little blueberry in there, and it was delicious. It was so mm. good. Uh, that being said, I gave it a 7.6. I seven really six. liked it. Oh, wow. Right. wow. I really liked oh, it. Wow. 
Big, uh, big layer guy over here. Big layer yeah. guy. It's kind of like a layer ogre, guy. you know, like an onion. Just has layers just, all over just the place. Two, just two layers. Just That's two layers. It. Oh, That's no all more? you need. That's all, all right. you need. So, Jacob, I know it's it's your drink, right? Yeah. So, what what do you what do you think? Well, first, am I comparing this to beer overall or other beers that I it, like? It, it's more of an enjoyability factor. Enjoyability. Like, yeah, how okay. much did you do you enjoy that beer? Well, not being a huge beer guy, I like I order that pretty frequently. Either that or the Guinness with Strawberry Blonde from yep. Fawfawn, mm. also good chocolate covered strawberry. Highly recommend. Um, but that one, oh man, I would say from an enjoyability standpoint, I'd give that probably an eight. I'm gonna go that's high. Well. I'm gonna rate it high. No, that's good. That's fair. I, that's fair. Um, all right. So we've got a six two, a six five, a seven six, and an eight gives us a last call podcast score of a seven point one. One solid, pretty, pretty solid. That's pretty solid. solid. It's better than any of the Should have had when we had okay. that Hershey's Porter. <laughs> really like the chocolate. Beer. Yeah, it was, it was like kind of drinking chocolate a little okay. bit. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think so, we, we probably still have one around here. So I liked it. I, I appreciate you bringing that on because it is something different. We don't do that a lot. And no. so anything yeah. different is good. No more sours. We're, we might have to start yeah. making a rule. No yeah. more sours around here. I'm bringing sours back. Ah, okay. <laughs> All right. So um, if there are any questions that come up in the chat, obviously we can relay those on to you. Uh, so thank you for those who are posting questions or have questions in the chat. We'll, we'll forward those on and, and try to get you some answers. Well, you, on, there is a chat for you saying you didn't set your fantasy lineup again tonight. <laughs> so, Dude, I won a game. I, I accomplished my mission. I know last time we talked about my fantasy basketball team and I said I wasn't going to win a single game. I won a match. So I'm, I'm good. I'm good. All right. Again, half of my team is on IR for whatever reason. So there's not much I can do. And I'm not giving away, you know, Jokic, like the number one player. So what am I supposed to do? He just God. had a great game. Well, I'm good. You see where Jokic just like hates being a basketball player? I could see that because the NBA is getting trash. It, he just doesn't like the spotlight. Like he's, oh, really? Yeah, he said in retirement, he's going to disappear to, where is he from, Lithuania mm-hmm. or wherever? Uh, yeah. He's just going to disappear and just be with his, because he loves horses he too, loves doesn't horses. he? He just like, wants to be on like, the farm. He's like he's just a farm boy that happens to be tall. He literally, I, I saw uh, an article where he was just like, I don't like this. He goes, I even after last year's NBA Finals, when he was the MVP and they won and it was supposed to be a celebration, it's like, dude, I just want to go home. Like yeah. I, I don't want any part of this anymore. I'm just done. And it's crazy to think that the best player in the sport right now just absolutely hates it. It's probably a lot to deal with. Like for the six, seven months that you're just every day getting grilled, like if you don't score a certain amount of points, like they're just trashing you. And then the next day you score a thousand and they're like, oh, he's the greatest player ever. Like that's got to be wearing every single day. I guess like he's absolutely massive. So like, you know, he's over seven foot tall. Like he's just a big guy. So like, when your job is to run back and forth constantly, like it's a lot of mass to move a lot. Like it's like I'd kind of get tired of it too, no matter how much I got paid. Like man, I'm just my knees hurt, my yeah. ankles hurt, my body hurts all the time. Like I just he probably likes the horses so much because they're just as big as him. He's like ah, oh, finally my people. I can stand next to this horse and like just look him eye to eye, and it's okay. I mean, it, at the end of the day, anything can become a job. Right, anything you love, and he he loves basketball, right? But at the end of the day, it does become a job, and so it's just not as fun. And again, like you said, you're hounded by the media, and it's a super long season, and he just, it's just crazy to think that one of the best players in the sport is like, I just hate this. Yeah, 
Because, because you know, being from the outside, any one of us would be like, "Oh, I would love to be an NBA yeah. player," and yet he's sitting there going, "I am one, and I'm one of the best in the world, <laughs> and I hate it." So, Schaefer, the chat just said his dream is to be a jockey, so he races chariot-style horses. The tallest I, man wants oh, the shortest man. Why is, it, why is it? Yeah, why is it the opposite? But nobody. That that is he goes hardly the, ever the the, the grass is always a, greener. Yeah, yeah. Everybody Derby, always just like tears going. Just like that should have been fucking <laughs> me. God damn it! It's always the short person that's like, oh, I wish I could be in the NBA yeah. and I could be taller. This you, guy is the opposite. So How? I think we talked about it at one point. Like the grass is always greener. These people have been going undergoing leg lengthening surgery, where they essentially break your shins in half and then nope. they put rods in there yeah. to make you taller. He's just going to have the opposite done. He's he just have a huge chunk of his shin just chopped out, and then you just see him on the back of a racehorse. Well, the problem is, I think his torso is like four feet tall already, so like he just won't have legs. He's like, I can't really hold on to the horse because like, I'm still too tall for this. He's going to he, be like that tiller, that fire truck, where you can bend his knee and ankle are both going to be at the same place, so he it, can bend all over the place. It, it reminds me of like the TikToks where like grown men are trying to act like children, so they're on their knees with like flip flops on their knees. Yeah, that's what he's going to look like—a grown man <laughs> up top with just super tiny legs. <laughs> um, in correction, uh, I think somebody said Serbia, but the the there's a question mark after Serbia from I where think, I think Serbia. I think is Lithuania correct. is where um, the guy that you speak Sabonis Sabonis is from Lithuania. Yeah. I, they're Jokic or whatever. They're from hey, an, uh, in he's Indiana. from Serbia. <laughs> he is from Serbia. Okay. Well, thank you, chat, once again for correcting the me. The jockey and is my from lack Serbia. The, the the wannabe jockey. He's not. He's not a real jockey. Yeah. So <laughs> he can never be one. So they called him. What What are his nicknames? The Joker. Joker. Mm-hmm. Isn't he also the Eggman for some reason? I thought he was also called the Eggman. I don't know that one. And then now he's just going to be the jockey. <laughs> <laughs> The new, the new Nikola, the jockey, Jokic, simple man. Okay, so <clears throat> beer is not your your drink of choice, and obviously, I I know this. You're you're a big bourbon guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bourbon. And the the thing that I find amazing is your ability to like pick flavors out and like figure out a bourbon. <laughs> like we we've I think we've all here have done a a distillery tour. Yeah. And you have those people that give the tours and be like, all right, now you're going to be tasting flavors of orange and this and this and blah, blah. But you can like, are pretty good at doing that yourself and like picking out flavors. So where, where did that come from? And where did your love of bourbon come from? Oh boy. I, well, like you guys, I didn't drink till I was 21. I had to <laughs> drink till, and my first drink was downtown somewhere and it was a, it was a beer, and I honestly think one of them might have been like a chocolate stout or something. And I just hated it. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't like any part about it. You're a man after Sean's heart. Right yeah, there. <laughs> dude, they're just not good. Yeah, Sorry. They're, not. they're just not good. Uh, and for whatever reason, one of my one of my friends started me on Captain and Coke, which is classic, so good. <laughs> yep. And I was like, well, this liquor thing's pretty good. And then started trying bourbons, and I was like, that's pretty good. Um, so, but the really like finding the flavors honestly like i'm not the best like some of my other friends are like really good at it uh either that or they're really good at bullshitting uh but like i do feel like that's part of it i There's went a little bit of that in we there. went to the buffalo trace uh tour and we had a guy named ray she was awesome best tour guy i ever had um 
but she was really good at telling you how to drink. And I think that's something people don't like about bourbon yeah. is like, there's a way to drink it. Like beer, you can just, you just throw chug it, it. You can shotgun <laughs> it, like whatever it's beer. Um, but like bourbon, you really have to like drink it the right way. Otherwise you just get straight burn. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. I <laughs> definitely taste the rice and the, and the beech wood and the whatever whatever else is in this. Um, so, have you the whiskey that you're drinking now? Yeah, because I know Sean went and got you some whiskey. Yep. Have you ever had that before? No, not this specific. So Give me the bottle. That's Japanese whiskey. Um, I think Japanese whiskey really tastes a lot like scotch, which I do love scotch. I said, I think I said that. You, yeah. did, you, you did would be that. so so proud of it. I, I can tell you what, like reading the description, what it they want it to taste like. Well, yeah, that's what I was. Did you find it? Because it's not actually on the bottle. I was gonna see. I will say it if, smells better than it tastes. I will say really? that. Yeah, because I wanted to see if you have a description of what the notes are. Yeah. I wanted to see how many you could pick out without mm. ever having drank this before probably zero if you put but these two side by side yeah, Budweiser, it's you could basically well, the same color dude am. you can hear it it's almost clear like yeah, you could really mess with somebody i think i've seen japanese like i've had a few japanese whiskeys thanks to sean and and every one of them is very light so yeah. coloring so do you have the description sean yeah so okay uh, so so hold up just not, not to put you on the spot all right based uh, yeah. and and again i if you get one of these right, I'll say good job because well, <laughs> I whiskey just burns for me. Like, yeah, see, so that I, I think we should pour you some and let me teach you how to drink it and see if you can do better. Man of many talents, let's do it. Let's, let's do let's, it. Uh, I don't have another glass. That's so. fine. We'll, uh, we'll do it after the show. Well, yeah, we'll do it after the show. We'll okay. Fine. Right. Well, well, I was going to use this as a, an education experience oh, for our audience we as well. Do you just want to use my old beer glass? Can, can, uh, can me, the, audience, try, the, audi- the audience is going to help you, us you, out. You do the guessing. I'm going to chug my beer real quick. She's okay. going to grab you another All beer right. glass. Okay. So then just out of what you've tasted, if just name like two or three things that you you feel. <laughs> 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 do you need like a, 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 a little bit of water to cleanse your yeah, palate? Yeah, you know, yeah. and They it, do say that like some of them, some of them are really hot. And like if you just do a little dab of water will change the flavors like immensely um, so so here's what we're gonna do like i said i don't think i can't taste any notes okay like i just taste a burn so you can tell us what you think is in there okay and i'm gonna tell you what i think is in there and i just want to see if i can get anything that you're tasting okay uh well i first want to preface this by saying this is japanese whiskey so it's not bourbon uh so i may have a little bit tougher of a time that's but fine i will say here. Like I said earlier, the nose is way better. Like it smells sweeter than what it actually tastes. Like it smells almost like what is that? Water. Oh, okay. To go in. Oh wow, we really are official here. How do the utilities sing? <laughs> it almost. It's the same water. It smells sweet, almost like marshmallows. Like if you just like cooked a marshmallow a little bit, not toasted, not like one you put in a s'more, but like just a little bit warmed up marshmallow. Yeah. Um, but the taste <laughs> so I'm gonna go with like there's like a hint of like some mahogany wood in there I'm gonna try to get real specific see if I can get on there also leather books <clears throat> uh, yeah, so, <laughs> leather, mini yes. leather bound books yes. uh, if, if you chewed on a 1420s holy bible <laughs> That's probably in there. Um, yeah, 
honestly like it's very it's very earthy very wood a lot of wood there's like a tiny bit of sweetness on the back end like that's what that's what i think a lot of people don't like about scotch and japanese whiskey is it is it's very earthy all right so you want me to read through it yes i can no hold on all right hold on let me teach you how to drink it first Okay, so there is a little bit of the sweetness at the end. A little bit. That means very little coming from yourself. Yeah. So, listen, listen, uh, is right. this the okay. whole mouth so, open? So, so yes, yeah. this is why I want to do this. Teach me how to do it. Yeah, all right. So you got your whiskey in your glass. Got it. Right? So give it a couple like good smells. like, And really like think about what you're smelling. Don't just be like... Mouth open, mouth closed. I, I do mouth open. I, I don't really know that it makes a difference. <laughs> <laughs> Not like gaping open, like, just a little bit. <laughs> Man's a fucking fish on yeah, land. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand why it, it hurts. It you, ever, it you, you ever try to sniff whiskey with your mouth and nose at the same time? So you're not supposed to snort it, right? No, you don't okay. snort it. And then that's what I've been doing wrong this whole fucking time. God yeah. damn it! Yeah, that's always a burn for some reason. Okay, now so step wh- step one: whiskey and glass. Yes. Check. Step two: yeah. smell it. Check. Yeah. So when you go to drink it, you want to take a breath in, like as you pull it up, like take a breath in, like normal. Hold your breath, drink it. When you drink it, right after you swallow, like as soon as you swallow, exhale through your mouth, like past your, make sure you're like thinking like past your tongue. So like the, it like aerates all the flavors. Do you hold the, do you like coat your tongue? Do you put it in the back of your tongue? So like if, like if you're first starting drinking, they say whatever you're going to first drink, it should be like a lighter whiskey and you're supposed to drink it and swirl it around. I don't do that because I think that burns like hell. Um, but they're supposed to like coat your mouth with it. But we've already had beer, so I think we're... You've already got a, you already got something on there. Huh? Nothing, go. Go ahead. Continue. S- Young Padawan one. Aaron is, is taking a sip of the Japanese whiskey. What is this, by the way? What is this called? Nobushi? Nobushi. Was it any less burny or any more flavor? What? Oh, it, it it burned a lot less. Yeah. It, the burn went away. Like, that's what I'm most impressed by. Unfortunately, I just don't think I have a distinguished... Yeah. Like, well, you, so I think, uh, like I said, like, especially Nick pointed out, it's so light. Like, you're, those aren't in... Like, so whiskey scotch and i don't know if it's the same for japanese whiskey the chat can probably correct me but i believe that both japanese whiskey i know for a fact scotch has to be used barrels and most scotches use used bourbon barrels bourbon has to be from a new barrel so you get all the flavors of that charred wood and there's like a depth level of char that you can do to the wood to get more flavors and so you'll get darker ones obviously the longer it's aged yeah, I don't. I honestly don't think anybody can get that many flavors out of a light whiskey. That's, man. That's the thing is, I just, I, I don't know what it would be like to have the palate that like some of these taste testers have, right? Where they, so I, I went to the Maker's Mark Distillery, and what they were saying was, you know, they have people that t- taste it throughout the whole thing. It's like, oh, there's not enough. You know, I'm not tasting enough cherry in this. You know, but it was mm-hmm. just like. 
How much of that is bullshit? So, okay. I mean the uh, the Baskin Robin man with the gold spoon. Dude, yeah. he can that eat, guy. he can taste everything. So, oh, so what's that, what's that ice cream one where he's like, that's gotta taste it. Yeah, and the flavors swip and it's smooth. <laughs> vanilla, <I> hate that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, yeah, no shit, but Sean, vanilla ice cream. So, <laughs> so Sean, what was yeah. the official description of All what right, the, so this whiskey is? Golden amber in color, aromas of flowers, fresh fruits, and light cask notes. The palate is fruity and full-bodied with winter spice notes, light hints of caramel, notably fruity tastes, long finish with oak accents. I see. See, I think it's the opposite. I think it was sweeter at the end and more oaky in the beginning. That, yeah. I Maybe one day, maybe it's, I don't know, maybe I've ruined my taste buds with all the trash that I've been drinking, right? <laughs> maybe it t- t- takes a really distinguished palate yeah. to, to understand what the, but I appreciate you teaching me that because, <laughs> again, when I drink whiskey, I, I mix it. The one thing that I have found, I love mixing my whiskeys with Mountain Dew. Oh, yeah. And everybody thinks I'm crazy. I had a bartender, you know try one after i ordered they're like i'm gonna try this and pour it himself and he goes it just tastes like whiskey i was like that's the point mm-hmm. the mountain dew takes that burn out and you actually taste the whiskey i like that because i can't tell the difference between like jack and mm-hmm. maker smart you know and all those different whiskeys i just can't pick up the individual flavors same thing with wine anybody yeah. that tells me oh this <laughs> there are hints of lavender and you know there was a it was a red grape and the you know Gosh grown in this field it's like uh, i think you're you're full of shit i will say we went to the maker's mark distillery and they say that ginger ale actually enhances maker's mark's flavors i do enjoy a good uh whiskey ginger ale but i did not know that i will say i will i love maker's mark we had the greatest customer service there yeah we ran late we we completely botched this bachelor party we were late (laughs) we got lost we went to the wrong classes and they were the most accommodating people throughout our entire debauchery so uh thank you makers mark for being there for us um i had is it was there anything else that you wanted to i have one more topic that i want to bring up i didn't know that we were going to have this episode because i wasn't sure if i was going to be here but since we are Let's talk a little bit about New Year's because I have an opinion on New Year's and I want to see if anybody else shares wow. this opinion. Thompson with an opinion? I fucking never would have guessed that can one. Can you actually see Holy the ball shit. drop? Can you see the ball drop in your head? No. Yeah. <laughs> I see shadows and something. I'm th- I'm telling myself the ball's dropping in my own in my own voice, but I just I can't fucking see it. I would have been there to back you up on the first thing. I watched that podcast and I would have agreed. Thank you. No, I appreciate that. But how am I the only one that can't like vividly visualize things in my head? I, I think see, you no, guys, I disagree with that. Yeah, you, you guys, lost me on the on the grays. I was like, grays. What the fuck's he talking about grays? It's like yeah. a black and white picture. It's not that hard to understand. <laughs> He's got that 1930s brain. <laughs> yeah. you know, fucking Charlie Chaplin no, just running in circles around in his head. It's your supposed ability, which we are going to test this at some point. I'm going to figure out a system. Um, but we're going to test your ability to pick out a color out of a shade of gray. We are going to test this. Okay. So anyway, I'm we'll get that. to that. New Year's Eve. I think it's overrated. <laughs> I think New Year's Eve is is vastly overrated. Like, why? 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 Why the need for New Year's Eve parties? I don't think there's, there's many people that disagree with that opinion. Are, really? Because no, I think there I are some I people... Don't, I don't think... Uh, so I know there are people out there who love New Year's Eve and they love the party and they're like, it's a fresh start and, you know, new year, new me and all that stuff. So like maybe, I don't know, maybe it's, you agree? You uh, think New Year's Eve is overrated? Do you enjoy New Year's Eve? So I want to preface this by saying like, 
even though I'm a dumb fireman, I really love space. Like space fascinates me mm-hmm. and I love everything about it. And when you break down what New Year's Eve is, it's literally a trip around the sun that we are calculating ourselves from what we can understand of. And so like we're just celebrating that we made it one more time around this giant ball of fire that's eventually going to explode and kill us all. So, Without I mean, running maybe into that anything deserves else. a celebration. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe it's, yeah, like it's, it's, I don't think there's anything wrong. We did it inherently. Like <laughs> praise the sun god. He didn't kill maybe us this the year. Were onto something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's just one of those things where I think it's I think people like to have milestones, and essentially a year is a good milestone. It gives you 12 months to figure something out. So whether you start a new hobby, you set a goal. Like having a start date and an end date. People like doing things, whether you did it or not. You know you have the timeline. So I don't think it's overrated. I think everyone really does that, you know, whether it's even with small goals, it doesn't have to be a year. You know, you can say, oh, this month I'm going to do this. And like, you like that, you know, okay, I started at the first, at the 31st, I'm done. So I think it's fine. Like, I don't think it's overrated. I think maybe there's a lot of like unnecessary stuff that like does go on occasionally. So like the people that are sitting in Times Square for 12 hours wearing diapers to watch a fucking ball drop. Is that overrated? Absolutely. Like, there's nothing about that situation makes me want to be like, yeah. Where did the ball drop come from? What's the significance behind the ball drop? Honestly, don't know. But like that—that's what I would say is overrated. But like hanging out with your friends, just celebrating the year you had, like the highs, the lows. I think that's perfectly fine. I think everyone should do that. But doing something stupid like you know waiting twelve hours in blistering cold in New York City to watch just <laughs> a ball yeah. drop in ten seconds. I, I do so think much. like the the celebration itself is a little overrated itself. Um, like when I was growing up and when I was little, I always thought like staying up till midnight, right? That was crazy. It was like, oh, we have to watch it. This, it's such a cool experience, whatever. And I remember my parents, like my dad was just like, now nah, I'm just going to go to bed. I'm like, how could you miss this? Like, why would you, why, this is, the older you get, you realize you go to sleep, you wake up and it's, we change the number. We accidentally write 2023 again and mm-hmm. then you scratch it out, put 2024 the same thing i mean my my it's a very pessimistic take from you honestly usually you're more positive i am but i i i like your opinion on it where it's like yes it's a it's a new start where you can try something new it's it's setting a goal right now i'm going to start something that i have this goal that i want to achieve here's the start of it i yeah. like that aspect of it but i mean the 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 whole whatever six hour celebration of it i'm excited we're, i mean we're just to this year we're just going to make some pizzas and hang out and well, I, I think, like that part of it I think that, like I said, like, as long as it's nothing like super extravagant that yeah, makes sense yeah, like if you're yeah. with friends and family and like you guys are just celebrating what you did over the year great but like doing anything super crazy like I said with standing somewhere for almost a whole day just to watch a ball drop yeah that is overrated it's stupid I don't know why people do it but they do yeah it also is wild like with how much advanced uh, social media has gotten how it hasn't been like how like the standing in New York all day hasn't gone out of the wayside when we know that the other side of the world sees it 12 hours before, before we do mm-hmm. like it's already technically on the calendar New Year's 12 hours away from us and yet we're still standing here looking at this ball <laughs> that's gonna drop on our time zone my, my parents live in central time zone and they celebrate New Year's on Eastern Time Zone and then just go to bed. Like, they, <laughs> like yeah. 9 o'clock? Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> they so, they're like, so right, they're, this year we're doing Chinese. That way we're already there. And then we're that's what I, I was like, well, you might as well just go Australian time they're at this right, point. Yeah. Like, why are you even up this? You woke up in the morning and it's already New Year's. <laughs> so I, I haven't gotten to the, the actual origin, but I just want to throw this out there. 
has everybody here been to New York and been to Times Square? Mm. Times Square a long time ago, but I, yeah. yeah. Been to New York, not Times Square. Okay. Yes. I When I first got there, I was like, expected this big thing because you see it on TV and you're like, holy cow, it's huge. That's yeah. awesome. You get there and you're like, squinting. Is, like, is that it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it it's, it's, it's how they always make it. Like, same thing. Like, I would, like, it's like, I would equate like Times Square to like Shibuya in Japan and like Tokyo. It's like a big, like, it's the biggest, like, crosswalk you see in like Fast yeah. and Furious Tokyo Drift. Like, it's cool, but you're like, eh. It's a crosswalk. It, it's, it's just a have fucking you been crosswalk. Japan? Yeah, I have. I'm so jealous. I want to go to Japan so bad. I do think the indie car drop is much more fascinating. So, in, in <laughs> card, the real it, Indiana staple right there. In, in Indianapolis for New Year's Eve, I don't know if they still do it, but they I used to do it. I don't think they do it anymore. They they just had a huge crane, and then they would strap an Indy car to the crane, and then they would drop lower, not like just drop mm-hmm. it, I wish but just lower. Drop it. I wish yeah, they, they would yeah, drop it. Yeah, they drop it and just crash. Yeah, <laughs> like that would be more drop. fun. You, if you could, you know, you could do the calculate the height on how long it takes for it to fall for 10 seconds, and then just let smash, and they're like, all right, hey, that's a great way to start the new year. That would be that would be pretty cool, but unfortunately they don't do that. It is a slow lowering, <laughs> much like the ball drop. But I, yeah. I don't think that ball is very big. Did you find where that came from? That tradition. Uh, it's there's a Wikipedia article out there. You it's should go read it, it's and it's gonna be thing. It, it's, it's gonna conspiracy. be way better at summarizing than I will ever Dick will be. Clark's conspiracy. Yeah. He, he started all this. <laughs> it goes back pretty first held in uh, December thirty first, nineteen oh seven. Damn. Wow. That's, to that's, welcome the 1908, the ball drop has been held annually ever since. Except for 1942 and 43. During the war. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, there's a Wikipedia article. <laughs> Go read that. Drop. We, can't, we can't need that. We need that medal for the war, goddammit. Yeah. We can't, we, we, this, this is now a warship, not a ball. <laughs> has Dick Gears rocking New Year's Eve ever actually been rocking? For some people, I don't know. Like that, Dick like, Clark. I think. Yeah. I think for like the people that go to the concerts, it's probably a lot more fun. It's like you know all of the offshoots now, where it's like you're just going to a concert and like doing that. That's probably it's probably a great time. You're seeing Na- Nashville is doing one now. It looks pretty sweet. Yeah, like you're just going to a concert, you know. And yes, there will be a 10 second thing, but it's like you just go and like listen to music, have fun, dance, and then 10, 9, 8, and then all oh, right, we're back to music. All right, then just kind of keep it going. So, have you guys seen the Friends episode of New Year's Eve where they? Like essentially, they're in one of those clubs on New Year's Eve, but it, it, the whole thing is like staged. I wonder. I don't know that this is true, but I wonder how much of those concerts are just like actors that show up. They're just extras trying to have a great time because you don't want a bunch of people who are just duds just standing around listening to some, you know, C-list mm-hmm. singer that nobody really cares about, right? So I, I'm curious how much of that is actually true, where it is a staged event where it's paid actors and they're paid to look like they're having the best time of their lives. I don't, maybe a little bit of it. I have no idea. Oh, I'm just saying. So, it does fall in your conspiracy tin hat theories, though, but yeah. I have a thought on that concert thing, and it's kind of off topic from the New Year's Eve, but you guys already discussed it a little bit in one of your podcasts. Podcasts. The Do you think that a Taylor Swift concert would get way more views if Travis Kelsey showed up? If he was just like on in stage? the crowd, just no, he was just watching. Like he was watching. Like uh, I feel like he would get accosted by many Swifties and like why he for hasn't. existing. But like just yes. like they, they want to know like you know exactly why he hasn't proposed yet and all that other like crazy shit. Because like on that same episode, I was talking about like the girl that was tracking his travel schedule and her travel schedule to yeah. figure out when they would meet up in cities that they were near. And I was like, 
you are way too fucking into this. Like, this is like, let the guy do his own thing. Let her do her own thing. Like, obviously, there are two high-list, you know, celebrities. One's a sports, you know, he's an NFL player. One's a singer. But, like, I, I think he probably would not make it through there. He'd have to have, like, a whole thing of, you know, he's a big guy, but he'd need a whole security retinue to get him through anywhere there. Right. Yeah, that's. I mean, he can't even handle the defenses that he's going up against oh, right now. So. Oh, I forgot. We got ourselves a, a you know our local Kansas City fan. It's that time of the night. What time of the night is it? It is the last call. Last call. This is the last call for alcohol this evening. Drink up, drink up, drink up, and order again. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is the last call on the Last Call podcast, where every week we do a little something different. If you're joining us live on the live stream, apparently we have disappeared off camera and there is a uh, bunch of letters, S, A, B, C, D, and F. Looks like my report card. And um, <laughs> it looks like my report where card. You, where did you get an S? <laughs> like one of those pass fails, you know, satisfactory. satisfactory? Kind of satisfactory. Um yeah, so this is we've we've done something similar before with the bracket challenge of like fast food bracket challenge, say who can make it the furthest. This was more of a, a conglomerate ranking of like where we're going to rank through all of these fast food places based on the tier we think they belong to. So S tier being the best, and then the I don't know tier being the absolute worst. Okay, so this one, uh, by the way, is brought to us by Sean. So thank you, Sean, for setting this up. Um, we you got an S for see me after class. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that one. <laughs> so, um, all right, so we got a bunch of fast food. Uh, we've done a bracket with fast food, but now we're going to actually give tiers. So uh, we don't have a debacle like we had last time. Sean really disagreed with Warner and I's uh, yeah, choice I last so, time. So here we go. Let's, uh, let's, let's And let's be diligent about this. We, we've got we've got a lot of fast food restaurants. To yeah, so here. we got to have so chat. Please One, chime two, in as three, you see fit. Four, five, six, Dude, that, seven, that's eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Buffalo 30, Wild 14. Wings considered fast food. <laughs> not the ones we go to, man. Absolutely <laughs> <really> not. <laughs> we'll go, I think we'll go through these quicker than we think. Okay, so it's, right. it's fine. So the first one off is Arby's, the classic. We got the meats. I think Arby's. I'm not. I like Arby's. I think they have some decent stuff. I'm they not. Have, a, they have one decent thing. It's a beef and cheddar. So see, they get I'm beef and a, tier for me. I don't like it. Their, chi- their chicken no. sandwich is pretty. Uh, beef and cheddar is okay. They have a decent chicken sandwich. Buffalo chicken sandwich is good as long so, as it's not. Super I'm, I'm going to give Arby's a C tier. I'm saying C tier. I said B, but if we feel more on like C, that's fine. If we solely see? went off the Andy's mint chocolate shape shake during christmas time i would give that an s because i love that thing but they don't always have it so i would say well okay so let's go i'd say c c c b what are we c tier fine i think we're we're, we're on c i think we're on c tier all right oh the burger king King. ah dude this is this is this is a pretty bad one uh the only thing i I ever like eating from there is the chicken fries and i didn't even really like eating those because i don't know what they actually are i'm saying it's a d tier (laughs) there i was gonna chicken yeah i don't know what the fuck it is but they're kind of gross chicken chicken fries are good I actually think they're good. Depends on the day. I very much like their chicken. I hate their burgers. I'm going to go D tier. Yeah. And again, I go multiple Olympics with that before I eat Burger King 
twice. <laughs> Multiple. <laughs> Ch- Boston Market. Cameron, so, there, there was one. The Chiking was good. The Chiking was, was, was good. It, it was good. I've only had it once, and it's still good. That was I, that was when it first came out, and it was probably really guess, good the first time. Guess what? The Olympics is going to happen next year, and it will probably happen before I have Burger King again. Yeah. So, next one. Boston Market. Does that still exist? I've never I, had Boston Market. I think it does, but... I'm going to go IDK. IDK. I, I, yeah, I don't know. Like, I've had it once when it, I was, it's like, not 10. A f- it's not a fail. It's, like, a, a cafeteria style, but, like, their thing is, like, rotisserie chicken. But then it's cafeteria style, and they give you, like, actual, like, plates and utensils and, like, have... Boston Market's out of business, so we can put it in F tier, then. Okay. suck. So F for fail. fail yeah. <laughs> Um, and also, I will say, Schaefer said the BK video games are S tier. Everyone knows those; <laughs> those were the best. Um, that, yeah, maybe they should just been a video game company and not a Burger King. Bojangles, I've had Bojangles. It, it's been a long time since I've had Bojangles. For me, this is an IDK, so I'm going to leave it up to who has had it. Because I haven't had it in so long, I'm kind of in the IDK category as well. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's, I'd say it's B tier. There's nothing uh, wrong with it. It's from, not it's not as good as some of your other chicken chains, but you're not gonna be upset about eating it. B for Bojangles. Yeah, B for right. Bojangles. I agree. F, Buffalo Wild Wings. They've F, gone so far away. down. F, it's really it bad. Is shit. Like I, I don't go there it used anymore. To be so good. I don't go there anymore because of the quality. I will actually just buy the sauce that mm-hmm. I want yep. from the store yep. and put it on my own chicken because it's just as good, yep. if not better. So I know everyone canes. is going to lose their mind over raising canes. I think it's overrated. It's still good, but it's overrated. I Where is raising canes? I give it a C tier. I was going B tier. I would put Tennessee it ab- or Kentucky, I mm. think. I would put There's, it above Bojangles. Like if you put it to the left of it, it'll move it. I think they're a very Should. midwestern and southern thing. Bojangles. Yeah, um, there like, there is one on the B-tier? west side of Indianapolis. I think so. everyone. Oh, just, we did get one. Everyone just yeah. likes the sauce. Like every, the, the I think the sauce. sauce. I think the sauce is overrated. I'm a, but the I'm ch- a big sauce. Churches is D tier for sure, or F. It's pretty bad. I've never actually had churches. It's very greasy. If you like grease. You uh, <laughs> you can you can go to churches, but it's not so, like much better than that. Kane's better than Jangles. Well, we have them on the same tier, so I think that's S nice. tier. We all know yeah, it. We S, all know S tier. Besides God's. Sunday, not S for Sunday, but that's for everything else. I'm actually God's okay. fries. Okay, I think I'm getting outvoted. I was actually going to yes. put Chick Fil A at the A tier. I honestly can't I say that we've there's. Got, we've got more S's here. Many times I would choose another how, chicken sandwich over there. How can you sandwich. vote Chick Fil A? <laughs> A tier when you live so close to one for the convenience as well. Dude, that is a dangerous location that exactly. they have. Exactly. Dude, it backs up onto the main road and people lose their minds and don't know how to drive. Like they just block <laughs> that the intersection. Line alone puts it in S tier. Dude, it's it yeah. it is unbelievable. Business model, S tier. Oh yeah. Quali- checkers, like food. Checkers, aka rallies. Uh the fries, amazing. The fries are fucking fantastic. The best fries you could probably get from a fast food place. Especially because you can buy those at a store and make oh, the, them in the frozen and yeah. they still taste pretty yeah. good. But the everything else kind of shit. I'm kinda I, yeah. I, I put it where C tier. I, I think it's fine. Arby's, same thing. You can buy their fries. There's a oh, correlation yeah. there. Oh, you can? Yeah, you can yeah. buy Rally's, or Arby's curly Arby's. fries. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. C for correlation. They're right next to Rally's. C for ah. Chipotle. All right. This is another oh, man. Of, uh, there's a lot of... I, I want to love it, but they've disappointed me so many times. My wife would murder me if it did not go in S tier, but I, I hate it. I hate Jacob. Hate it. Yeah, sorry, you know Jacob. Yeah, I hate Chipotle. Why? Because Why? it just... I don't... It just doesn't taste good. It's not good. 
I I think Dude. for me it gets it gets either a high B or a low A. Just because they can be a little inconsistent on what I get. Yes. So whether I like well, if I get a like depending I, I, on the bowl I get, where I go, like they're either fucking it up or it's <laughs> it's great. Okay. If you're ordering online, I've been there. I've had the experience. You can't order it online. You got to order it in person. Yeah, you're will, either getting three pounds of food or you're getting three grains of rice. I will take that into account, and I'm dropping it in A tier. I think it's an S tier if you go in person. I'm I'm, com- I'm comfortable putting it in A. Okay. I think A is fine. Right. Cece's Pizza F. Fuck, it's terrible. I I think it's a great value. He loves well, no the macaroni shit, and it's cheese like $4 pizza. Four and you could get yeah, you get some weird shit like macaroni minimum. and cheese pizza. <laughs> At minimum, I'm putting it in D tier. You're putting it in D tier. All right, if he wants if he wants to put it in D tier, that's fine. Cookout well, is I've I don't ne- know from me. I don't I've know what never, the fuck that is. I have I no idea. Know what I've, yeah, is. I've never heard. Oh, so we're not we're not changing CCs. Okay, sorry CCs, I fought for you. You could put it in low D tier. It's fine. Just put it behind churches. <laughs> He really loves that macaroni pizza. Okay, so I got some controversy here. Are we rating the food or the ice cream here? Because <laughs> the, food, the is, food is average. Food is average. Ice cream, I would rate an A. See, food. I'm gonna I'm gonna rely on you guys. I'm not a big ice cream guy. I don't really care. Oh. So I'm gonna you guys. I know I fucking know you are, Mister Ice Cream, Mister Ice Miser himself. But ice Miser. I, I, I don't really care too much, Mister so, Freeze. As as a whole, I think we have to take. I think we have to take into account the ice cream and the food. Ice cream is overpriced. It is good. Yeah. It is so as small as five dollars anymore, which is like a spoonful. Yeah. So what kind of fucking spoons are you? A ladle? Are you eating <laughs> up a ladle? Hey, I Jesus. have to agree. I, I love some ice cream. Ice cream, I think, is a, a to B tier, and then food is probably D. C tier. So I probably say B tier. That's fine. Uh, above Canes. Above Canes? No, not above. All right. Canes. So is it, is it above Bojangles? Yes. I wanted to put Bojangles in IDK, so I, I don't All right, well, that's fine. We'll put it above Bojangles then. Domino's, I'm saying F. I, it's, F tier. I don't yeah. like the stuff that they put to separate it from the box. That little, like, the granules shit that's on oh, the bottom. Oh, yeah. It like, gets everywhere when you eat it. Oh, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah, So then stick it, to the box. It's, it's almost like, it's almost like sesame. What are you talking about? What? It's almost like sesame seeds on the bottom. Yeah, of you've the, never had the little yellow. They're like round balls, and they're on the bottom. So yeah. I've never Dude, had that. every time I, I order. I Domino's here yes, last week. It, it's so annoying. Like, when you when you open the box, were there's you, a... Okay, or, were you drunk when you had Domino's? Yes, we, majority no, of the time. No, 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 no. We had ordered it sober, and then we got drunk. Okay, so I um, feel like you're. Um, I, I think know. it's C tier. I think it's C tier. Then we'll, then we'll go. We can split. John's for sure. We can split the difference and go D. Or, um, yeah, I'll split the difference. And go D, but it is. It's above Burger King, then. I think it's better than CC's. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> Firehouse. <laughs> Uh, Firehouse is a solid Firehouse, B for me. Firehouse is solid. As the fireman, I think you Let's get the fireman's opinions. I don't. What I'm I don't, saying. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't like Firehouse. Okay. Well, that, that really hurts like, my feelings because I, I love Firehouse. I think, I think it's a solid B. Penn Station is way better than Firehouse. I would agree with you, but I think it's a solid B. Because uh, yeah. I've had a lot of their sandwiches, and they're really good. They're just like, I feel like there's just one thing missing they're, to like, really keep it. Uh, like Their Italian sandwich is really good. Yeah. I think it's a solid B tier. Like high B. I think. What, what, what does Jacob think? I would, I would eat Firehouse before I ate Arby's, so I would put it at C before Arby's. All right, that's fair. Oh, there we go. Five Guys is A. God, it's dude, just, it's, it's expensive. So it's just overrated. expensive. 
No. It's it's, no, it's, it's good, but it's expensive. It's so it's expensive. The bag of fries per value is amazing. Where are you getting that many <laughs> fries for the cost? That's the cheapest thing they give away to you. Yeah, but it's, it's so cheap. I think the burger is really good, though. Yeah. Five Guys is Chipotle legally a mortgage payment nowadays. I, I would gonna, agree with that. <laughs> I was going to put it behind Kane's. Really? Yeah. Oh. I was going to put it behind Kane's B tier. Right there? Oh. Right You're there. telling me Five Guys is barely above Dairy Queen? I don't, I just, I don't believe because that. Because they, they have a really good peanut butter shake. Again, there. the Five Guys, I guess they do have shakes. They have a great peanut butter shake. But I, I think Dairy Queen's ice cream is clearly carrying them into the B category, period. So. Okay. I don't know. All right. Well, well Hardee's is a C tier for me. Yeah, I don't remember the last time I had Hardee's. I'll go it's there for minute. breakfast more than I'll go there for anything else. And they got rid of those cinnamon raisin biscuits. They're actually really good. So. And what if it's a Carl's Jr.? It's does that thing. change? Your- same thing. It's the same I know, menu. I, I know. I know. Or I, well, just wait. Does the Carl's Jr. not have the red burrito attached to it? Like, isn't there's, that the, there's one over here? Is it, but I think it's a Hardee's. I think it's Hardee's. I, yeah. I don't know. I think anyway, Hardee's has the red burrito attached to Carl's. I'm putting Hardee's in the same area as Arby's. I said C tier. Really? Yeah. I mean, C tier. I think C tier. I'll, I'll trust you guys. Like, I probably put it before Checkers. Yeah. But right in that area, yeah. Right. The burgers right. are kind of dry. Like, if you ever get one of the big Bufords, it's, it's going to be kind of dry. There are so oh, many IHOP's fast food chains. I like IHOP. IHOP has, I love Is IHOP pecans. a fast food chain? Like, mm, I, I, don't I can't go to, I, get pancakes I can't go to, go? to IHOP anymore. You can get pancakes. You can get anything to go. I like their pecan pancakes. Yeah. They're fire. They're they're good. We'll put it let's let's do uh, I would say I would say they're average. I think they're C tier. It's like I don't mind anybody, IHOP, but I don't I don't go out of my way to go to IHOP. Does anybody go to IHOP after breakfast? I go to IHOP at like three in the morning. I think that's breakfast. <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean, at, that at that point it's, yeah, it's after yeah. dinner. I do the the engineer in me is appreciating the nice normal curve. <laughs> no, I'm gonna start <laughs> fucking have... this up. I want I, I don't want this bell curve here. <laughs> To appreciate a nice bell curve, very normal distribution. In and out, that's got to be A or that's A tier. I think it's A tier. I think it's overrated. I think it's B. It's it's B tier. I I I would put In and Out at the same place as Five Guys. It's also cheap. It's not even expensive. Then I would put it in front of Five Guys. If we had the same poll with a bunch of people from the West Coast, they would put IHOP down or uh, In and Out down below because it's. I think we like In and Out because we don't have it. Mm. I think it's one of those. It's like Yingling things. before yeah. we had Yingling. I yeah. do. I think it's good. I yeah, don't it's think it's cheap. I guess what I would, saying is it's it's good and cheap. Dude, when I'm, I'm not breaking the bank to get it. You can. I'm putting it, it in the same categories as Five Guys. I'm putting it right on that tier, and because it's cheaper than Five Guys, I would actually put it in front of Five Guys. Mm. I'm saying B in front of Five Guys. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with them there. Jack in the uh, box. Be with the the mouse. I'm gonna say Jack in the Box is like D or F tier. It's F tier. Where else can you get tacos, egg rolls, a burger? Like they have every. Well, it's an international smorgasbord. When you have to box. go for that big of variety just to bring in any customer that you can get, mm-hmm. and I think that tells the story. We yeah. ha- we have this saying but, uh, called Jack of all trades, master of none. That's because Jack in the Box <laughs> because Jack in the Box S-tier? So Absolutely not. No, I think Jack in the Box that tries too hard. That is the worst take I've ever seen. Best value for your dollar. I don't I mean, I'm not disagreeing with that, but I think the quality is just eh. sucks. Okay, so, where by the way, are we putting Buffalo Wild Wings at the back of the pack in F-tier? Or? Absolutely. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. That would say that in F-tier. We, we we do think Jack in the Box is 
Yes. To be I, fair, I can get my food a Boston lot Boston Market doesn't even exist I don't, I don't, anymore. <laughs> I don't agree with that. I'm, and that's in front of Buffalo Wild Wings? <laughs> because they pissed me off. What kind of this? This sucks. I am moving it up. I see your point, and I'm moving it up. Jimmy John's is C or D tier for me. It's not great. I like Jimmy John's. I, I, I would put it at the back of the pack of B tier, but they're, oh, fuck no. they're way too expensive. For Dude, it's, I, it's not that great. It's literally the most mid sandwich you could ever get. Actually, I probably I like I Firehouse better. I think it's right here. I think it's right around Firehouse. I think it's right here. I would agree with that. I'm good with that. That's that hurts. Is. I think it's Firehouse blows Jimmy John's. Jersey right Mike's. That's A tier for hot, sure. Hot subs. No, dude, their sandwiches are so dry, so dry. You just put like Jimmy their John's next to Firehouse. You're telling me that Jersey Mike's subs are dry. Their bread is not that great. I I would much rather have. Uh, Jimmy John's bread over Jersey Mike's bread. Jimmy John's bread is a fucking brick. It's you're biting into a goddamn concrete block. It no, does I taste do. good though. I like the flavor of it. It's There's got, no I, flavor. I do a, There's it's, no, it's, you're it's eating really cardboard at uh, Jersey Mike's. No I, way, dude. I think Jimmy John's bread is actually pretty good. It is. Jesus I will agree. Christ. It is a little tough. Yeah, yeah I, I'm, putting, I'm putting. I'm putting. But Jersey you're just not Mike's. man enough to eat it. I'm. I've eaten it plenty of, of the, times. Of the three sandwiches, I'm putting it behind Jimmy John's. Guys are fucking stupid. I'm actually, yeah. I, I'm putting it in the middle. Okay, fine. I like how we have all the sub shops on the C category. Like it's just like eh, we're, we're I, 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 <laughs> nobody. We'll nobody's go. that big of a standout. I guess we'll there's, go to there's, a there's no. There's no. That's a problem. I, their their whole thing is what a sub Pen above, but there's really there, not. I would have put it above. So overpriced. Them. So overpriced. It, it is overpriced, but it's better. I think it's also only here at like a local Midwest thing. But KFC has grown. I didn't use like KFC. I think KFC's. Last time I had it, they're all right. I think it's I, I think it's B tier. I think that I'm gonna be the. I, I would put KFC. That's, that's a bit. High. I would say it's. I would put average. it. I would put be it the trash panda here and say that I would put KFC in the S. I love KFC. Like I, I've, 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 so I, I recently had it at work. They so like we had our 15 year like anniversary at work of like the company being there. Like one of the first things they ever bought like for all the people that were there at the time was like they got KFC, and it did actually hold up well, and it wasn't terrible. Like the the chicken was still crispy. It was good. I mean the sides are you know it's. Kind of like yeah. a really creamy macaroni and cheese. The I think the sides are, are good. They're not bad. Yeah. Their coleslaw is um, but good. But I think it's very middle of the road. It's 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 like you're not going to be upset, but not impressed. You're just no. oh, I yeah, think you're crazy. overlooking the finger. Okay, so sauce. all right, let, let's put a barometer on this then. <laughs> Ar- Ar- chicken sandwich. Arby's or KFC? KFC. I'd put KFC over Arby's. Okay, so over Jimmy John's, Jersey Mike's, Firehouse. So top tier C. I'd say top tier C. Yeah, that's are fine. we are we saying? Bojangles. Wait, how many people have had Bojangles? That, that's the thing. Is I've like had Bojangles. I'd say it's KFC's not above Bojangles. It's definitely not above Dairy Queen. Okay, then uh, put it put a bottom tier B. Put it right behind Bojangles. All right. F. F. Uh, no, it's F. No. F. F. Absolutely F. not. F. Absolutely not. I will fight you tooth and nail on this one. At I've, minimum, you want that five dollar hot and ready? That plastic. Oh, I'm, ta- I'm taking Little Caesars. <laughs> let me I'm, let me put it behind Boston Market because I think they're going to also be out of business here soon. Yeah, yeah. I'm taking because Little Caesars over Domino's no, no, all day. Their all business day. that Fuck they're in no. cahoots you with, are. Family Video, is also going <laughs> out of business. Yeah. Those those <laughs> chains are dying. The so Little Caesars has to die with 
it. Yeah, the only reason Little Caesars ever graced my lips was because it was five dollars and I was yeah. broke as shit in high school. Dude, and I was I, like, all right, well, here we are. Domino's is a more expensive pizza, and it's not any better. It's better. It is not better. It is way better. I I hundred percent. I agree with you on Domino's is not better, but I disagree. Little Caesars is trash. It's literally it, you're you're talking like that. It's little, I, I'm getting outvoted, but I'm telling you, <laughs> I, I am staging a formal I protest bet you on love Little Caesars. Wait, little can we Caesar's put an plastic cheese. Is there an asterisk you can put by it? <laughs> yeah, throw up an asterisk. All right, the old old golden arches. I'm giving. It, I, I think it's A tier. Everyone knows it's, that they have. Oh my god, A. I'm putting A. I'm saying A. A. I There's a reason why it is consistently like it. Those that double quarter pounder with cheese fucking slaps. I worked at McDonald's and I hated that place, <laughs> so I, I think I'm I'm out of this vote. I'm I'm in the A tier. I do I do like me a good McDonald's. You can put. I mean, yeah. Wondering what, what's what's your what's your gripe here, bud? Because I also remember also. Eating I mean, the fact you while we were growing up, there was we always See, chose McDonald's over everywhere else. Kind of weird that you would hate it now. I see old Mick Donald's. I got an S and I've got a high B in the I'll chat. Give it, I'll give it a high B. Wow. We're just taking dictatorship over here. We had two A's and you had nothing, and now you're going to just give it a high B. Little bitch. Moe's. I'm, I'm, I'm giving Moe's a I'll C. bump it up. I'll bump it up. I'll allow it. I'd I'll, say Moe's is. Chat, chat does have a good point here. Sorry, on Little Caesars. CC's and Little Caesars. A CC should be under Little Caesars. Like, they're both shit. Like, they're both. They're dog water. We're getting demoted here. All right. Moe's. It's all right. It's it, You yeah. got Mo Monday where you can get that yeah. combo deal, but that's other than it. that, I don't think it's that great. It's, it's not fine. Really, it's nothing that's – yeah. Moe's needs Mo from The Simpsons running that place, <laughs> and it would be way better. I'm thinking – I mean, I'm thinking I – th- I think you put a high D is fine. High D? Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, like, I just – I don't – you, you do get the choice of whatever you want in it. Yeah. It's fresh food. I could, you could put it high D. I think it's. I think it's. I think it can lead D tier. It's just no one really ever says, "Hey, can we go to Moe's?" Panda, except for the commercial. This is yeah, let's, well, go Mo's. let's go to Moe's. Yeah, <laughs> Panda. I think is like. I don't only pull for Chipotle. Stop it. <laughs> I, um, I don't like Panda. I it's. I, I, think only, it's I used good. to go to it in college when I was in college a lot because there was one close to me. But I literally do not go to it any other time. The, the one that I go to is very inconsistent. Sometimes Panda. the rice is super clumpy and not very good. The it just. Panda's like the golden corral of Chinese food. But I would actually rather go <laughs> to like, like the, I'd rather go to a China buffet than yeah. Panda. I want to go to the, the, yeah. the China buffet yeah. that's in the local. Where there's a, he, a there's a child doing his homework in yeah. front. Yeah, he's taking my order. <laughs> yeah, three number three. Panda, they, Panda has gotten expensive. I love ordering Chinese food on the phone. Like like takeout. I love it so much. They are so efficient. I'd say low C tier. They, they tell you the name of the restaurant. Low C tier. They ask you what you want. And they say 15 minutes. And that is that is the end of the conversation. Have you seen that video where they put two Chinese restaurants on the phone? <laughs> that is one of my favorite videos. And they're trying to order from each other. <laughs> yeah. uh, Panera Bread. I don't think any of us eat at Panera Bread somewhat anywhere near consent. Like, the only time I've ever been there was before church on a I Sunday. I had a breakfast no, sandwich, <laughs> but it was oh, like... They're, they're yeah. a C tier. They are very overpriced. Very overpriced. I will say my favorite mac and cheese anywhere. I love their mac and cheese. I mean, I don't know, but it's not if, on if here. But would this, you would if, you put Panera over um, McAllister's? Who no? There is, is that, no McAllister's. I would not. I, no I would I don't not know put if it's even no. Those things I would not put Panera over McAllister's. Okay. I get their King Club, 
It is. They have a they have oh, a cr- so uh, crunchy jalapeno. So good. Papa John's for me D tier for sure. S tier. C. It sucks. I love. Man, Papa we are John's. all over the board. Of all of the pizzas I, that we have up here, Papa John's is my favorite. Yeah. You like cardboard? It is my favorite. No, no, no. You shit on me for cardboard on Jersey Mike's? That's what their fucking bread, their crust tastes like. Have you had Jack's Pizza? I have had Jack's Pizza. Jack's Pizza's cardboard. It's pretty bad. It's (laughs) great. So Papa John's John's is not not cardboard. It's like like fluffy cardboard. (laughs) (laughs) Papa John's sucks. I don't care how much Peyton Manning promoted it. We have Shaq does. It's shit. It's dog shit. The only good thing they have is cheese sticks. No, their garlic butter is really good. You can put it low C tier, but it is definitely of the best. I would give it low C tier. Of the pizza places, it's better. This is why I don't get pizza with you guys half the time. (laughs) You get shit like this. I am Papa John's. It's got to be over Panda. If you don't put Papa John's over Panda. I'm okay with that. I I think that's, that's appropriate. Pizza, I Pizza Hut used to be my favorite. Pizza pre two thousand ten, great. After that, not I so think, much. Yeah, it's kind of been eh. So I'm probably is Pizza F-tier? Hut the one with the or train? It, no, that's you're thinking of. Um, yeah, D. Um, I'm I'm, I'm good with D tier. What's the pizza place with the train? Better or worse than Domino's? Um, the, shit. Uh, the God. train that bring you dr- your he drink. No, he's not here. He's not local. Uh, what's oh, the, no, what's uh, the pizza place that brought you your drink on the train? Oh, it's a pizza king. Pizza king oh, is pizza local king. place. Okay. It's yeah. in Avon, but Pizza King's goaded. That shit's delicious. Uh, yeah, I just like the train. Yeah, I, Pizza King is great. I love Popeyes. Apparently, oh no, sorry. Go I ahead. love Popeyes so much. It is my. F- it Popeyes it, is definitely high A tier. Maybe it's so. You, I have it's heard you so talk so expensive. much crap about it though. because it's so expensive. Mm-hmm. So a five-piece tender meal is at least fifteen dollars. The only thing I hate about Popeyes is the customer service is absolute dog water. Yeah, they like, know. You, know, you you order that. So if I say I want a five-piece tender or I want a five-piece chicken. I'm going to get one or the other, and it's going to be always the opposite of what I ordered. So if I wanted a five-piece tender, I'm getting just five-piece, you know, it's wings, drumstick, which is fine. Or if I order a five-piece that, I'm getting five, ten. Like, the chicken is fantastic, but the customer service is dog shit. It sucks. So I, that's why I say I'll give it A for the the taste, and it's that good. I I love Popeye. Dude, you either love Popeyes or you hate Popeyes. I have Popeyes. I've never, I've never had anybody be like, oh, it was okay. It's either I didn't like it or it's the best ever. I had Popeyes and I had the spicy chicken and like I don't know that I could get down with the orange that went through the chicken. Like it seemed oh, like, like like there's streaks yeah. of the hot sauce yeah. going through the chicken. I don't. I like either they're doing really good at putting that in there or there's something going on with that Chidobas chicken. F F get out of here. B-tier. F. It's good breakfast. You had one plastic bag in it, yeah. in, it in your food, and you ruined your Qdoba life. Qdoba still, if if there's yeah. no Chipotle, I'm going to Qdoba. Like that's yeah. that's that's how mm-hmm. it works. It's still B tier. I think they have good food. It's, it's been okay, many moons so we, since we, I've been back to gonna, Qdoba. We've we've got Chipotle at A tier, and then where is the other one? Moe's. It's about at Moe's D tier. Sure. It's it's gonna be a solid mid. Oh, I I disagree. With I like Qdoba's breakfast. Oh shut up! You used to go they to Qdoba breakfast? all the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, I used to, yeah. and then they hurt. I give it a high C tier. It was an abusive relationship I had with Qdoba. Okay, <laughs> high C tier or low B? I think it's low B. Low B because if, if there's a, if there's not a Chipotle, you're picking Qdoba. I, you're not going to Moe's. And I would rather have Qdoba over KFC. Yeah. 
Steak and Shake, I have fond memories, but I don't. I haven't nice. had it recently, so I don't know if it's as what it Dude, used to be. It used to be so good. It yes. was Steak and Shake that, was the, that four for four uh, back in the day. Yeah. Was delicious, but I haven't had it probably since. Oh, like man, I love. I honestly the, don't know the last time I had it. I love the steak burgers, and again, my wife would disagree with me, but I love the fries. I love those the small, shoestring, yeah, the shoestring, shoestring fries. Well, so you remember they used to have like the. Uh, pepper sauce yeah like in the and it was just a bottle full of like peppers and the mm-hmm. juices just and yep. you would put oh uh, that was good see I, are we so that's again are we rating current steak and shake because it they've been closing a lot of restaurants we yeah. have rated boston market based on them not being open so, so i think it's got to go lower but I, classic um, steak and shake real good i would put steak and shake See, it's hard for me to put it in seats here because I never go to Steak and Shake. Right. That's the thing. I don't know. I, 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 I think I know. I, I'm comfortable putting it in D tier just because I never go. I think it's better than that, but I never go, so I can't rate it above that. Sonic's shit. F. 100%. I like the principle of Sonic if they would still do the roller skates. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I roller like, skates, F. Yeah. I like the sense of danger. I want... Uh, yeah. I want someone to drop the, my food all over me when they slam into my car, dent it. They used to Walking to that go... food to a table, way too easy. Let's, let's add do you a remember, layer to it. Do you remember on 135 and it's like Fry-ish where there's a flower shop now? I think so. Uh, it used to be a uh, Dog and Suds before it was dog a Suds. Oh, was good. Dog and before Suds. Before it was that. I had so many fond memories of that place. The yeah. worst part about Steak and Shake is when you're going just <laughs> to get one of their specialty drinks and you go through the drive through and this motherfucker in front of you orders an entire menu. Oh, yeah. That's a tier, at least. At the lowest. Here we go. Shake Shack? No. Shake Shack. So overrated. So Where's the Shake Shack? overrated. We do, uh, we so do have overrated. one downtown. It's not. It is. It's not. 100%. It's literally not. It is. It's a great burger. It is an average burger. It's not. It is a five. It is a In-N-Out burger at best. It's better than In-N-Out. It's an In-N-Out burger at best. It's better than that. No. Yes. No. 100%. Where are you going with that? <laughs> That's low A tier for sure. It's better than In and Out. It's better than Canes. I'm oh. gonna go to Shake Shack over Canes any day of the week. No, and even Popeyes. Yeah, I'd, I'd go. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'd, I'd, that's fine. That's good. Oh, this is. This I, I'd is much rather have Shake Shack <laughs> than McDonald's. Yeah. This is getting uh, out of if hand. I'm honest. <laughs> Scrubway F tier for sure. I have oh, lost F. complete control of this. Scrubway. <laughs> Apparently, you have a matchup after this. Yeah. Shake you either <laughs> chat wants to fight, so Cameron just wants to keep fighting me about my food choice. Scrubway is F tier. It's going so Absolute far dog down. Shit. It is sucks. I would give it D tier, but uh, bottom F tier. Yeah, it's it's. I hate Subway. I would rather go to Subway than Jack in the Box. I'm just saying that. All right, so All right, let's see what he this puts ne- this next one. Though. This next one, I got to preface. Uh, I, I, no, I want to preface. Are we sober? To the are top. we sober getting Taco Bell, or are we three a.m. So, I had Taco Bell before I came here. Yeah, so I say, Nick and, and Aaron eat so, uh, Taco Bell unironically, very sober. They are I'm, always going there sober. I'm still upset. Such a that good value. Jacqueline loves Taco Bell. I'm good at putting it in the A tier. I'm good at putting it in the A tier, similar for what McDonald's is in the A tier for. That's fine. However. I'm still upset that Chick Fil A is the only one in the S tier right now. I don't think Taco Bell should go below Chipotle. I think Taco Bell should be <sighs> above Chipotle. Man, I, does drunk you ever get Chipotle? But would I rather if eat, I have leftovers? Yes. Would I rather eat Chipotle? I would rather eat. I would put Taco Bell above Shake Shack. I'm all right with that. I'm not. I, I literally think that's fucking stupid. This is just Aaron getting what, mad because I have Shake Shack above his shitty In-N-Out. Whataburger is IDK for me. 
I think I might have had it once one time, but Whataburger is a very southern thing. That <sighs> Waffle House, fond memories, but it's C tier for Waffle sure. Waffle House, C tier, C tier. <sighs> okay, I'm getting outvoted. Whoa. I'm okay, but I would put it higher. But B tier, A tier. I would put it B tier. Again, Waffle House is a dude. Is their a hash I think it belongs like... next to its brethren of IHOP. Their hash browns are phenomenal. See, that's where I'm going to stop it because I can make way better hash browns. I love making hash browns. I make them way better. Well, but we're not saying what Wendy's, we can or can't make. Dude, it's it's what we get from that restaurant. <laughs> good point. Good point. Wendy's it's got potential. Tier. I don't know. Uh, the chicken's really good. The spiky, spicy chicken nuggets are the only thing I like. Wendy's mm. used to be A tier. Wendy's used to be my favorite, and they've just gone down for me. Spicy chicken nuggets are great, but other than that, I don't really order anything else. So I like I'd say bacon C or D. That's fine. Dude, definitely I, above Burger King. Definitely above. Burger oh, King. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely above that. I would put it. I would put it and above Moe's. Uh, yeah, high D. High D. Uh, I'd put man. I put it up in the C tier above Arby's. Damn. I can agree with that. I, I can I, agree with that. I don't know. I would. I, I wouldn't put it above Papa John's, but. Fine, leave it. Go. We got two more. <laughs> which which I don't know. Never been. We have two more, and we got They're, something after this. Too. Which which it's actually pretty good, but I think I like majority which, which. of I've never been, so I don't know. Yeah, majority so, of people have never had it. So I've had it, but it's... here's here's our gimmick. You go in, you get a bag with what they have a bunch of bags, like paper bags, like that uh, Jimmy John's would give you your sandwich in, right? And they've got little bubbles, and you fill out like a Scantron on the bag of everything that you want in your sandwich. Mm. And then they put it through, and then they toast it and whatever. And it's it's fun because they do kind of like the Starbucks thing where you write your name on the bag. So you get a lot of people writing like random-ass names like Batman on <laughs> you know on the sandwich. Good sandwich, overpriced, but it is a good sandwich. I'm sure an IDK, just to make it easy. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, so I went through my entire explanation for no reason. Well, yeah. I, I just never made it past the Scantron because I was always like coloring outside the bubble and then I had to erase it. Like, I didn't know if it was going to pass the test. Zaxby's uh, low B, high C. I don't know. It's kind of eh. I'm not really upset about it. But I don't I don't think I've ever been to Zaxby's. I think it's... It's all right. It's just okay. The only Zaxby's I know is next to Chick-fil-A and I go to Chick-fil-A over Zaxby's. I am a little bit upset of how normal of a distribution we have right now. <laughs> If you put it behind KFC, it's going to be almost identical. There you go. All right, sick. Here we are. Ah, love a nice. I wish I had curve. like a triumphant horn to play after we just went through thirty fast food <laughs> restaurants. Yeah, we did it, boys. We did it. Cheers. That. That's kind of unsubscribed. So we have. Culver's A tier. We saw some other ones. There were some restaurants we didn't have on here that we mentioned. Yeah. Um, let us know in the comments of... Uh, we could post this picture, right? We'll, we'll take a screenshot of this and we can post it on our Instagram. Sure. Yep. So let us know what you guys think, if there are any restaurants on here that should be an S tier. Again, I am not super thrilled about Chick-fil-A being the only S tier, uh, but you know what? That's just me. It is what it is. We do have one more thing that we're going to do before we uh, we get out of here. And this one is for you, Jacob. So as the firefighter, it's the uh, the Instagram. Oh, oh, got it. So uh, we're back. You can see us on the screen. We are going to throw up a, uh, an Instagram post that we made 
where Jesus. Nick is carrying not a flamethrower. Oh yeah, sorry, not a flamethrower. Through his house, chasing just somebody with it. That lady with the, the flamethrower. What the fuck? Allegedly, <laughs> there was there was no threat. Is it? Is that a? Is that um, Elon's? It is. It is. No, it is not a flamethrower. It is not Elon's. Not a flamethrower. Elon's not a flamethrower. Got it. So, Mister Fireman, would you recommend this type of behavior with uh, the not a flamethrower? <laughs> So, I would say in this video clip alone that's allegedly not a flamethrower, that honestly, in real talk, this is actually kind of fine because those walls that are uh, drywall are actually rated for 30 minutes worth of straight flame impingement and before they're they They're plaster. Throw. There's plaster. your fun fact. Time out. All right, let's yeah, talk about go. that. So, you say drywall yeah, yeah, yeah. is rated for what? So, your standard like 5H drywall is rated for about 30 minutes of direct flame impingement before it fails. So drywall actually is actually like a, well, they call those words where it says one thing that actually means the opposite is drywall actually has like liquid in it. Uh, so it's oxymoron. Yeah. Oxymoron. So drywall actually like protects. So the whole reason behind drywall was to protect your wood studs from direct flame impingement so that fire doesn't spread to your structural members. Um, so that honestly you could just spray it on the wall your drywall is going to be black but it's not going to cause full fire on your house and burn it down so what about plaster because these are plaster walls plaster is not as not plaster is better it's worse for firefighters because it's a lot harder to break up um so uh, just don't do it. Yeah, just, just don't, don't do it. it. Just don't do it. Okay. Just don't we'll do it. Say that. W- wouldn't recommend chasing somebody around with not a flamethrower. However, I do find that very interesting that uh, you can essentially take a torch to your drywall for 30 minutes. Actually, I'm not even going to say that. That's, a, that's illegal. Zero recommend. We'll just, we'll just don't do it. Off it. There. Yeah, don't you, do it. Never mind. You can't do that. Don't, don't do it. it. And play me off, John. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're done with that one. Well, uh, that's it. That's uh, Thank you for joining us on our fast food um, crusade. Uh <laughs> And uh, thank you, Jacob, for joining yeah. us. Thank you guys on for this podcast. Me. I had a lot of fun, learned a lot, and uh, yeah, probably our most informative podcast yet. Absolutely. And we had a lot of fun while we're doing it. I didn't want to be known for being informative. That's not no, but I, <laughs> hey, I said we had a lot of fun while we're doing it. So we appreciate you coming on. Yeah, Jacob, thank you for being here. Nick, Sean, you're always here. <laughs> yep, <laughs> humbug. Follow us on Instagram at the T-H-E-E Last Call Podcast. On Twitch, the with two E's, T-H-E-E Last Call Podcast. We'll be posting more and more. Thank you for riding with us on this Friday. Anything else before we sign off? Nope. Nope. Don't take a flamethrower to your walls. Exactly. For the Last Call Podcast, I'm Aaron. That's Nick. That's Sean. Thank you, Jacob. And we hope you have a great fucking new year. <laughs> Bye, friends. Being young, so if you ain't having fun, and if you asking me, homie, you act like us. open tabs, we'll forget about. And remember everything that just happened by hearing word of mouth. Going out every night until the bar closed. Sunday to Sunday, I'm always going hard, bro. It's a life you should have.